Welcome back to the RC Scrap Out Podcast. We are joined tonight by, man, we've got a couple of extra people in here tonight. I know. It's kind of cool, really. It, it is, man. we got your, <laughs> we got your son. Yeah. Oh. Hello, Cooper. Hello. What's up, Cooper? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm fine. Awesome. And then we're joined also by Rod Elliott on the phone right now. He said he had some big news for us, so uh, he didn't share, so you're hearing at the same time we do. Absolutely. You're up, Rod. Anyway, I, I, I figured I'd better do this live because if I, you know, I, I hate breaking news to you know listeners or people uh and then it's like second hand you want to have the first hand news at all the time and so basically i guess that it all just comes down to it i really wish that i could be there and have a cocktail with you guys tonight especially with uh you having your son on that's pretty cool oh yeah that's uh you know uh it is really cool. It's it's pretty awesome that he's sitting here with us. I wish he was a little bit older so he could be our designated driver. But right. other than that, man, situation is perfect. <laughs> well, you guys you guys live in Oklahoma, so for you guys to drive illegally, that ain't that hard. I know that country. Jesus. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so, you know, one of the things about me is I can be very shocking sometimes, as you guys probably well know by now. But uh, And we appreciate. You know, in, in, in cahoots, in cahoots with... Um, Mrs. Martin over there, uh, my my severe cocktail waitress. Um, we're gonna we're gonna buy you a drink, and uh, so I I want you guys to know that uh, uh, she was absolutely fantastic and uh, very sneaky. Clint, your wife's a very what sneaky the woman. hell is this? <laughs> so you know, guys, just go ahead and open up because I want to hear the reaction and what oh, you guys great. got. Uh, this is a tradition from HSF. There's not many people that have these. But you boys got some. Rod Elliott, <laughs> before I even open this, brother, I love you, Wow. Man. I'm going to open it up, Larry, so they can see it. I don't even know what this is. Fantastic. Wow. Oh, I mean, I've never met you or hung out, but, dude, I already know oh, that I absolutely God. love you, my Oh, friend. my God, those are massive. That is awesome. What the heck? Holy cow. That's like a half of a gallon. That's how, like half wow. a gallon flask. <laughs> Those bad boys are filled with Crown Royal, boys, and I ain't tight. I don't mess around tonight. Make sure I get the good stuff. I can't even open mine. I've I, already been partaking I, 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 a little I, I, bit. I am. I am. I, I can't even begin to thank you. Dude. <laughs> I should have brought my pocket Holy knife. shit. This is the coolest thing ever, man. Dude, you. <laughs> Rod, you nailed it, brother. You know that, that I'm a oh rivet guy. God. You absolutely know that I'm a rivet guy. Hey, hey, it's in <laughs> well, German. I kind of had to get up and put on it, so it took me a while. And I figured I would uh, paint them all up. Clint's was the the uh, bastard of the of the paint session. It, I had a hard time getting that one done, but I finally knocked it out. Um, so anyway, the the podcast people they'll see photos because I'll wait till it goes live and I'll start posting photos of it so you, they can see what they actually heard uh, you guys do. But uh, I think the world of you guys, and I just wanted to buy you a cocktail tonight. Well, Rod, you, Rod, we appreciate it. Gosh, I, damn it, you did it in <laughs> true. These are awesome. You did it in true fashion, man. I mean, I guarantee you that this will grace our every social media page that we have. Absolutely, and, take good pictures there, and, and I think those are like half gallons. That's fantastic. I. I, I, re- I really hope I got that font right back there on the back. Did you turn the, turn the turn around back, Clint? Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, you did perfect on it. You nailed it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Goddamn. Well, you guys, you know what? I'm busy over here in uh, Reno and trying to get some shit done around the house. But uh, you guys have a good night. 
and have a few drinks on me, would you? Rod, Rod, we can't thank you enough, man. Man, uh, uh, you're, you're going down as the coolest dude in history. I'm absolutely. just telling you. Right? Just telling you. <laughs> now. Hey, wow. Hey, Fallon, you're a love. Thank you very much for your help. You're a sneaky woman, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before you go, man, I'm going to take a pull off of this. You need to hang out. What's that? Yeah, there went the first one. Yep. That's right. some good crown, sir. Thank right. you very much, man. You're all right, guys. Man, no, you're all right. We no. sure appreciate you, Rod. And not well, hey, I only I only ask one thing from Clint for sure. He's when he gets that when he gets that plane put together and he's ready to fly it, he takes a picture of the flask and the plane together. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you already perfect. know you already know what's coming. Hey, that's gonna happen tomorrow, which this show won't air until the next week, but I will get you some pictures tomorrow, sir. Got dang right, man. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> man, you never you never cease to surprise, Mr. Elliot, and we appreciate you. <laughs> you guys have a good night. I'm gonna get to work. All right, brother. Thank you, Ron. Thanks, man. We Bye. appreciate you. you. Bet, man. See ya. All right, we're, wow. we're going to have to take a quick break. Wow. We'll we're be gonna, right back. Right back. <laughs> Are we hot? We're hot. All right. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Hang on. I got this. Welcome back to the RC Scrap Out Podcast. Man, I think we took a... Uh, that was like maybe five or ten minutes in, and we took a break. Sorry about that. We had to gather ourselves. Yeah, we really did have to gather ourselves on that deal. Uh, I mean, I, I'm very, very randomly not for words, and I am not for words. Dude, yeah, this, <laughs> I don't stop talking. Right I, I can't stop talking, and I yeah, don't know I, what to I, say. I, I got nothing. Hey, speaking of, hand me my glass. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> here, here we go. <laughs> no, it's that one. So, go ahead, Casey. Let's right. let's get ourselves yeah. contained here. Yeah, let's get it rolling. That way we, we can start moving on. Man, joined with us tonight, you know, uh, we got MBMRC, which, man, great YouTube channel. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, make sure you subscribe. They are definitely doing a giveaway. Uh, once they hit 1,000 subscribers, you get to pick an old-school model kit. And, man, these guys have been giving us shout-outs on their show, and we definitely appreciate that. We try to give them shout-outs on ours. And... Uh, Man, tonight we got Matthew and his dad, which I don't know his dad's name. What's what's your dad's name, Matthew? Marty. Marty. Matthew and Marty is who we got on the show. So that's perfect. MBMRC, Mary Baker, Mary RC on YouTube. <laughs> man, check them out. These guys do some amazing. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I've seen is the Bill Evans stuff, which that's kind of what I'm more interested in. But they've got a lot of stuff other than that, and it's it's all old school nitro stuff, oh, wow. hand built. You know that they do, you know, kit built stuff that's that's absolutely amazing, man. And I, I don't know anybody else that's putting out content like these guys. Uh, but we sure we sure enjoy it. It's good stuff. Yeah, it really is super cool. I've been watching a, you know, trying to watch some of it and watch what they're doing and support what they're doing. And that old school stuff, man. I mean, uh, you know, that that Evans guy and uh, yep. the Nitro Power and just. It, it it really strikes a uh, a nerve in that that world is coming back, and I love it. Right. We were talking about that at our club meeting last night here in Oklahoma City, and uh, 
you know, nitro and old school, and it's all kind of making a comeback. Yeah. If I wasn't lazy, I've definitely got a lot more nitro stuff that should be on the bench and being ready to go. But oh. I'm kind of lazy. It's easier to throw a battery in some of that foam stuff sometimes, and well, I sure, hate that. Yeah. But that's how it is. It, it is much easier to throw a throw a battery in something small. Yep. But at the end of the day, it doesn't have the same. It, 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 it doesn't have the same thought process or appeal. You know, as to, uh, uh, in my case, you know, nine times out of ten, reaching my hand in and starting one or, you know, right. in the old school days of putting a glow driver on it and have one that runs good enough just to bump start it. You know, that's. Which, you know, from watching this guy's show, they get a kit and within a couple of days they've got it in the air. Well, that's, that's the thing. Uh, whenever me and Dad built an airplane, I'm normally, I build the fuselages and the tail sections while he's building the wings. So we're we're double teaming the kit and just cranking it out. Well, there's even nothing in the, even in the covering process, uh, as I cover, you know, he's cutting out my pieces that I need, and you know, he's laying them out, and I can put them on generally as fast as he's cutting them. And uh, I've got the, the the covering thing down to a mad science. So, hmm. yeah, we we make a good team. That's that's evident for sure. And man, those covering and those schemes are awesome, man. It's like stepping back in time. Right. Well, we have we have so many things that haven't even been on YouTube. We've got over 110 airplanes. And uh, we're to the point where we have say, a board in our building that categorizes where they're at, like Section A6. And, you know, it tells us where the plane is and the wing. And we've got charts that we know when we've flown them last. And, you know, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, we've got... Uh, over 110 planes, and all of them have engines, and we've got probably another 70 to 80 engines sitting on the shelf. Oh my! Holy God. cow! Yeah. And you so, thought, and and you thought that uh, Papa and I were bad, uh, gentlemen. Oh my gosh! Uh, my 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 12 year old son's here with us tonight. You know, he's kind of hanging out and getting a getting a feel for a podcast, and and yeah. he's grown up with me flying, and uh, his grand my dad flying. Yeah. You know, and, and we have, uh, what, the whole upstairs of that room is full of airplanes, isn't it? Yeah, and then he finally got some type of, like, RC flying deal thing set up for me on my papa's computer, so now I finally can kind of fly. Got, got right. the kid a simulator. Yeah, We're got him a simulator. Oh, yeah. I gathered up that super plank from the old house, and uh, it, it's on my hit list of things to get flying so we can get him out there and get him flying. We're going to get this boy yeah. in the air. There's no two ways about it. I think he's fine. Yo, uh... Kids these days are all about computers and all about, you know, cell phones and PS4s and Xboxes. And I think there's something to it that they do need to get outside. They do need to do something with their with their dad or, or yeah, a father. And, and there's why I exactly do airsoft, so I get outside, and there's why I do that. So. Right. Yeah. You know, doing uh, doing things outside with their families or their dads or, you know, this is, this is really an awesome father-son or family, you know. Sure family tradition oh yeah definitely and i mean it shows it, it, there it is you know I've, I've spent a lot of time with my boys doing this and i never forced them to do it they wanted to do it and uh, unfortunately like we had said earlier brian isn't here but he's kind of our electric guy he flies a lot of electric he has some glow and sometimes he'll get bored with the electrics and go back to the glow and he'll flip-flop around but yeah we're matthew and i are probably, probably uh predominantly uh all glow and I heard you mention, Clint, I think on one of the podcasts, that your dad had a hooker. 
Uh, yes, sir. So here in here in Oklahoma City, my or in probably the surrounding areas, my father uh, in his heyday was pretty well known for the hooker around here. He never did kids. He always scratch built. Yeah, that's was for it, sure. He's was was it a uh, was it his own design or was it uh, Chuck Cunningham's hooker? So he took Chuck Cunningham's hooker and worked on it over many, 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 many years. I mean, I'm still flying a, a variant of it today, and yeah. it's got two wings. So yeah, he, <laughs> he flies so many different planes. I can't even keep. How, count on how many planes they have up there. Right, yeah, I, I, I lost count. But uh, well, go ahead. The, the reason I ask is we have two Chuck Cunningham hookers. Both of them have uh, HB uh, PDP-61s on them. And I thought I, it's got to be the plane you're talking about. And we, we that that's an awesome airplane. We have a good time with that. Well, uh, it, yeah, I mean – yeah, is the correct answer is yes. They started out life as that hooker, but uh, at the end of at the end of the lifespan of of the hooker with us, they are not the same airplane. About the only thing that's the same about it is a sweep. Yeah, which man? The best way I can describe it is I've seen Clint's dad kind of go at <laughs> one of these projects, and it's like rolling out a piece of butcher paper. Right. He kind of draws everything yeah. out and. That's that's the plane. The butcher paper gets wasted at the end. Yep. And the build, you know, the build is done, and it's it's pretty iconic. If you're around, you know, our parts and stuff like that. If you own a Clint Tro hooker, you're somebody. You know, right. not not just anybody got one of those. You got to kind of be part of the family or really pony up some dough to get a hold of one of those. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome sure stuff. It is. Yeah, there there's and there's not many around left. You know, no. I mean, uh, and I talked to him. I tried to get him to build me one. His own son. I tried, to, I tried right. to get him to build me one here a couple months ago, and he's like, absolutely not. Not doing it. Not yeah. only no, but hell no. You know? <laughs> like, well, okay, I guess that settles that. I, I can't was, t- wait till we have that guy on the show. Uh, we're going to have to go to him. Yeah, that'll be all right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it that airplane, I learned how to fly on one. I mean, that airplane holds a very special spot in my heart, and it always will. But at the end of the day, you know, I mean, we just kind of move past it. Yeah, I'm. I feel very lucky to own one variant of it, and I'm fixing to pick up a second variant of it. Well, you actually have three variants, and you, you, I ha- do. You have one that there's only, only one, one of, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. You know, the Thunderhooker. Yeah, that one. There's only one of them. Yep. Is I personally threw the other one in the trash. I forget about that one. So <laughs> I've got, yeah, I've got two fixing to pick up number three, and I should have, oh. I should have the holy trinity of uh, of hooker planes. Well, oh, yeah, okay. yep. Just great. Why? Why is that just great? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love 12-year-olds. Oh, yeah, man. You got, man, you got big balls. There ain't no way I'd put my 12-year-old on this show. I'll just let you know right now. Uh, man, he... Which, it, he's a good kid. Oh, yeah. And he's not, not that my kid's a bad kid, but she wouldn't have anything to even put into any of this. If it ain't, yeah. if it ain't TikTok, she don't know. Oh, great. Are you, <laughs> you don't mess around with TikTok, do you? No. I didn't I don't think even so. Have it on my phone. Well, that's, that's positive. Yeah. So you just went up another notch in my book, Cooper. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> that's two notches in one day. Yep, he's a good kid. Oh yeah, yeah. It, I tried to raise him right. I mean, I think once a kid, 
you know, at the end of the day, once these kids hit 12, 13 years old, you know, anything that you can instill in them is, is pretty much done. You know, right. they're who yeah. they're going to be. They're, they're just going to evolve more, yeah. exactly, you know. Yeah. So I try, I try and let Cooper do pretty much what he wants to do, you know, when he wants to do it as best to my ability and, and in a safe and, you know, not, right. we're not going to go out here and be stupid. That's, we're not going to exactly. do that. But at the end of the day, if he wants to go out here and play, do his airsoft deal and have fun doing that, by all means. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, man, what do you guys have on the bench right now? What, what's cool and coming out? What can we expect out of that YouTube channel? Because I can't wait till another video comes out, to be honest with you. I'm kind of waiting. Yeah, last, I last, have to actually look up that. Cause, last one yeah. that was out was the, uh, was the control line stuff, which, dude, I don't know how you set up a drone in the middle of that to catch all that going around, but it was awesome. No, that's all my brother's doings there. I, I don't know how he does it, but uh, it, it looked cool. Yeah, it did. It was awesome. Yeah, he's our technical guy. He does that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, yeah like I said, we're going we're gonna to try and get a little more serious with it and do some other things because, we, like I said, we've got over 100 and some planes. and There's a lot of them that deserve to be on there. I mean, we've got everything from Bruce Stark planes to uh, you name it. If we haven't built it, we've probably flown it. We have a good time with what we do, and uh, yeah, I think the last video was the Zippity Doodot was a Bill yeah, Evans. The, the last video was the uh, Bill Evans Zippity Doodot. I think I sent you the uh, link to it, or you, or you watched it, or something, Casey. Yeah, yeah, I watched it for sure. Which that, I mean, uh, what's that? I said the the one that kind of got me going on you guys was um, man, which plane was that? For the some tracer. reason. Yeah, the Tracer was one of them. I saw that one, but the one that kind of got me going with you guys was, man, I think I saw a video where you guys were doing like a, a like a, like a, kind of like a tractor pull with an airplane. And that's <laughs> oh, how, yeah. that's how I came yeah. across you guys. I'm like, what the hell is this? I've got to watch that. Yeah, that would be and then cool. I started, you know, going through the endless YouTube rabbit hole, like, let's see what else they got. And then I saw that you guys are flying a tailless plane and I actually happened to have one of those, which dude, that thing was underneath a pile of stuff. And I saw that video and I pulled it out. I flew it the next weekend. Oh, He's not cool. kidding. He did. I, it got me excited. I'm like, Clint, dude, I sent Clint a video. I'm like, check this out. I got one of these. Let's fly it this weekend. He goes, like, do it. I'm like, all right, let's do it. You know? This stuff is really unique, and it does fly good. It, it really does. Well, every time I take that plane out, everybody's like, where's a horizontal? I'm like, yeah, I don't have one. Well, how's that, that going to fly? Was, it, I was it, in a flying it, field it, one time, and, and I was flying his scimitar advantage at, at our club, and this old man come walking down and I was flying and he goes, I got to ask you, he said, does that plane have a stabilizer on it? And I said, no, sir, it doesn't. He said, he looked at his buddy and he goes, I told you it didn't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's good stuff. Everybody, every time I take that thing out, which I've only taken it out a few times, but everybody's like, where's the rest of it? I'm like, no, that's all it needs. And then I fly it, and they're like, holy crap, that thing flies good. I'm like, yeah, it's not too bad. It actually does fly really good. It lands kind of funky. <clears throat> yeah, the, you know? the landing on that plane is definitely funky, which that might be part of my setup and stuff like that, which I've never had a bunch of planes like that. So there's a little bit of learning curve involved. And over the winter, you know, right now I've got a, an OS-55 on it. It's getting an OS-75. Wow. And a pipe. Oh. And a pipe over the winter. Wait a minute. Well, the, no, the wait. Part, no, that's not right. The good you part got that screwed up. Is you can mostly balance them out with the battery. Right. That's a good part because the fuselages are so long, you can kind of stuff the battery in the back if you have to and run extensions up to the receiver. You can balance them out pretty easy. 
Right, which, man, I kind of screwed that up. I'm wrong. It's got an OS 46 on it right now. I'm putting an OS 55 and a pipe on it. I've got another. Oh, that, that, that'll go. Yeah, I've got another pattern plane that's got the 55 on it that I'm going to put a 75 and in, in the pipe on, which both of them are going to get a pipe. It's going to be good. That's going to be a fun yeah. time. I can't wait. Mine's got the uh, dub jet on it, and uh, we Boy. did shoot we, we did eventually shoot it with a radar gun, and it was push, pushing up around 130. Yeah, that's perfect. If I can get if I can break that 120 mark, I feel like I'm doing good. This is going to be entertaining. Oh yeah, it's going to be fantastic. We're going to have to tune that little thing up, and make her sing. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might need well, your that, help with uh, some of that. That huh. Phil Evans was out of uh, Bishop, California. Whenever I actually started getting into it a little bit, I actually got a chance to talk to him on the phone. And uh, he he was a pretty cool old dude. He was. Uh, he was talking about the Wright brothers and how their uh, canard and stuff worked on their on their airplane and how it was kind of similar to what he was doing and how it kind of inspired them to, to do the Scimitar series, the tailless aircraft. Yeah, it's, I mean, and, and what I like too is, that, you know, I look back into some of your videos where you guys kind of started and everything like that, and a lot of the beginning of those videos is you had like an intro of Bill Evans in there. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. You, you know, you guys are paying homage back to the history of the deal, and that's just absolutely amazing. You know, I'm new to to this hobby. You know, within the last five years or so, but you know, it's the history and stuff like that that I learned from guys like you and things like that that really kind of bring the whole hobby together for me. Because, man, I, I'm really I like the old school pattern stuff. That's if I were to gravitate towards anything in the hobby, that's kind of what I gravitate towards. And, you know, I got to count on guys like you because I wasn't there at the time. And there's not a whole lot of resource for, for that stuff right now, other than maybe a little bit of Facebook and stuff. And, man, I appreciate what you guys do. Definitely. Well, we do have a lot of pattern shifts, too. We have some chaoses and, you know, we've, we've got a lot of that kind of stuff. Probably, uh, I did a, uh, a Phoenix, uh, version one from Don Lowe. Right. I got it, uh, from, uh, Eureka Aircraft. They had, they sell short kits. And I built it from that, and I have a, uh, RJL-61, which is the original Kraft, uh, K-61 that they had back in the, uh, 70s and that. And that engine pulls around pretty good. It's vented for, for the airplane. That's I I try to match the engine vintage with the plane vintage. Yeah, and we we haven't done any video on that yet, but uh, so it, it, it's a it's a rubber band wing. It's not like it's a uh, it's a bolt on. It was like the early the first one that he, that he did. It was it's a rubber band wing. Right. So it's not like it. I'm gonna go up there and do a a split S wide open with it and watch the rubber bands blow off of it. Right. <laughs> have have you ever heard of a King Altair? Yes. Do you have one? I do not, but I do know what it is. I, and uh, there was a, a time that I actually flew one, and and it's a it's an awesome airplane. I you know what? It's just one of those ones that I've looked at it a bunch of times and said, you know what? I had to build that son of a bitch, and I never did. Got one. That, got, got one on you, floats. Pardon? Got one on floats. Really? Yeah. 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 Sure yeah. enough. How'd, how'd his, that work? Well, his dad <laughs> built this kit, and he didn't build it for landing gear, retracts, or anything nope. like that. It is built specifically for floats. I've tried to buy this airplane a couple of times, and, and I can't get it. But 
I would want to put gear in it. And they're like, you can't put gear in it. It's just a float plane. Yeah, you know, there's, that's, no, that's there's the no way, gear blocks in yep, it. Yep, that's the way they built it. And it's it's an absolutely sweet plane. That's, and, uh, that's one thing that I've, I haven't tried yet is flying off of water. I've never had any experience with that. Oh, it's uh, it, it it's a blast, and you'll have to pardon me just a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug the float fly on yeah, October seventeenth. Why don't you drive eight <laughs> hours and come yeah. on down to Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah come <laughs> come on to Henrietta, Oklahoma, and uh, I got a float plane you can fly. Yeah, maybe there a couple. We go. Yeah, we're not BSing. I mean, if you guys want to show up, dude, we'll we'll definitely have enough planes for you to fly. Absolutely. We'll give you a couple of audible crashes, and you still got shit to fly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, that way, we load up the trailer, we bring some shit with us, and I'd, I'd love to see uh, Clint fly that third scale Weeks. I think he'd have a good time with that. I, I haven't flown a Weeks solution, but I've seen enough fly that they fly good. There's a yeah. – there's a – uh, my father and I, we spent many years going to the Joe Null. And uh, there's a guy by the name of Gene Gavin, and you might or might have not ever heard the name. He's not on social media. He's he's just uh, he's just one hell of a scale builder. Actually, I think in the Model Aviation this month, they did a, a uh, article on him. I think they did. You know, so if you if you get your Model Aviation this month, look through it. Look for Gene Gavin. That's the guy who I'm talking about. He's yeah. scratch-built a third scale week solution. And well, it, how we, how we got our plans is, uh, there's a, a local guy here, uh, North Canton, Ohio. His name was miles Reed. And he actually drew up the plans from the full, full size plants and scaled down to a third scale. And, uh, he, I, I never got the chance to see him fly. My dad did, but I guess he was an absolute animal at the flying field. He was the best pilot I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen, you know, all the, the guys from TOC, I've seen all those. And Miles Reed, uh, he, he wasn't one that wanted to be in a competition, but the guy would have beat anybody that you ever seen. This guy was the most amazing man on RC sticks I've ever seen in my life. Man, he I... Do, I, he, I... Would, <laughs> he would take that weak solution. And what he did is he stretched the fuselage out because it was more of a pattern guy, so he stretched it. And he would do four-point rolls across uh, Lake Mohawk, which is by us, uh, wide open, uh, 65cc gasser, wide open, doing four-point rolls with the tips missing maybe by a quarter of an inch off the water. It was amazing. Yeah, I bet that was a good time. Oh, it was. He also, uh, I have a uh, one-third scale uh, extra 260 that he drew up, and it has a... uh, a D&B, uh, I think it's an 80cc twin in it. And that the D&B is local to here in Ohio. It's uh, a guy makes these engines down in his basement. And uh, it, it, it's a really, really cool sounding engine for it. I guarantee you the newer engines, the new DLEs or uh, Desert Aircraft Granulos would probably be a lot better suited for it. But I got that engine with the plane, and it's kind of what they were using at that time. But uh, that extra 260 flies really, really nice. I got a Sullivan uh, Skyrider smoke system in it. Uh, it's not one that I fly a whole lot, though, because of its size. Right. It, it's uh, Well, it, it sounds like it's period correct. And, you know, I've got a, I've got a 90s era 40% uh, extra 300. That, or it's, I think it's actually an extra 330. Right. 
Uh, it's a 330 SC, if I remember yeah. right. Uh, and uh, it, it's coming. Uh, I ran into a hiccup, and then I sold my house. You know, all this life got in the way, and I never got ignitions ordered for it. So here, here coming up real quick, I, I'm going to put a set of ignitions on it and uh, get her flying, because that's all it likes. Man, I won't lie. Clint's got a bunch of cool stuff. And, and I can't wait. Here's what's cool about Clint, man. Is he he likes to share. He's a good dude, you know. And a, and, a, and a lot of the times, man, he'll hand me a radio and be like, "No, no, no, dude, I don't want to fly that." He's like, "Well, you better grab it or you're gonna crash," you know. So he he makes me do it. He gets kind of gets me out of my comfort zone a little bit. And really, if it weren't for this dude, I wouldn't be flying half the stuff that I do. You know, it's it's because he's kind of pushed me into it a little bit. I have a really hard problem disconnecting the aircraft from my wallet. You know, and, and yeah, yeah, and, and Clint is definitely have that as a stumbling block. Yeah, and Clint, Matthew, he never he never hesitates to uh, test my planes for me. Right. <laughs> well, we see. I, I'm kind of one of the ones where I'll go up and I'll trim out a new airplane, and I'll just start going into inverted passes and stuff like that. I won't really try to feel the plane out a little bit. I'll just go right into it and start beating it, beating on it. Yeah, well, I'm not that guy. I'm 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 like up there in the clouds and people are like, "Man, you're going to get ice on the wings. You better bring that thing down before you uh start having problems." But after I get comfortable with it, then then I'll get low and slow and do all the fun stuff with it. But it it takes me a little bit to get comfortable with one to where I feel competent with it cuz man, I mean, throughout this whole hobby, you know, I have put probably three planes in the ground. Two of them was because I got cocky and I <laughs> fucked off, you know. One, one of them was because of a failure, you know. So I, I kind of like keeping my uh, my my track record the way that it is. And, well, I, and I fly it, cautious. I definitely do. Well, it's, it's about – see, here's the deal with – I don't care what the airplane is or the airframe. I don't care. It has a limit. Right. And it's flying it up, up to that limit and not any further. But when you find that limit, it's usually too late. So, right, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of those involved, uh, you know, inverted low passes as low as I could get over the runway. And I don't want to say I was inebriated, but maybe I was. I don't think you were. No, no, a couple of those. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Not, not no, the, the one I'm thinking, uh, no. The Which one, one are you thinking of? Because there's only been three. Well, I, I keep forgetting one of them. I, I don't consider a crash, but it was just about. Yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it left and kept flying. Oh, wait, that was four. Wait, there's four. You're right. No, no, it You're, left. Which one are you talking about? I'm talking about the little orange football thing that you squished. Oh, well, no, that, <laughs> well, no, that wasn't a crash. That was a like a bad launch. No, it was going down the runway wide open. Dude, that wasn't a crash. I kept flying. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Wide open. I guarantee you that thing pancaked on the runway at 100 miles an hour. There is no doubt in my mind. Oh, man. The ESC break saved me. Right. Oh, well, right. Yeah. Right. So do y'all do y'all randomly do uh, weird fun shit out there, like, yo, know, touch and go loop and roll contest and stuff like that? Oh, we, we, we do it all. And, and, you know, you're talking about doing some inverted stuff. There was one night we had an inverted limbo contest. And, uh, you know, that, that usually doesn't end well, but, uh, yeah, we went back and, uh, I actually won that night. Uh, my rudder missed the ground maybe by about a quarter of an inch, but it was only because the engine had 
moment it had a momentary lapse of reason <laughs> i like that he has, terminology he has a he has an hb25 in that plane that he's talking about and he was going across there it was probably three foot to start with and by the time the engine started leaning back out again i guarantee it was about a quarter inch off the ground <laughs> man what a mess See, I, I kind of went past the glow stuff. Uh, we have some really cool glow stuff, but I, I, it's just, uh, uh, for me, it's easier to fly gasoline. Yeah, I, I can see that. There's There's been times where we're low on glow fuel, and I'll just get out. Uh, well, I have a Stingray 120 from Boss USA, and uh, I know you're probably not going to like this, Clint, but it has a DLE 20cc in it. Uh, boat anchor. That's Clint's, and, uh, that's Clint's favorite I, motor. I haven't, yeah. I haven't had any problems with it. It's always run pretty good for me. But, yeah, I'll, I'll grab that uh, Stingray 120 and just go back with a can of gas. Right. And, you know, that I've seen. I've flown a couple of those airplanes and seen a couple of those airplanes. Man, again, i got to give prop, uh, props right there to Boston USA, man. They uh, they have some really cool, fun stuff. Uh, and not just World War One stuff or big stuff, you know. Well, man, I won't lie to you. Before we started doing this, other than knowing that, that some of your third-scale stuff came from Boston USA, I didn't really know who they were. Right. You know, I've been a Hobby King guy. I'm not going to lie. You know, right. that's kind of how it started out. But, man, since we started this deal, you know, we got Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Balsa USA loves everything we do. Absolutely. They like every post we do, man. And and I I support Joe Vermillion 100%. You know, uh, he's actually one of my goals to have on the show here real quick. Right. I've never met the guy, but I already like I, him. I've, I've So, two years ago at Joe Nall, we were going to uh, – the first year I took the Super 7, we were going to do a, a – video filmed interview with the airplane but the world got shut down out there due to weather so right. we got to go home but uh, uh that's a super cool dude you know I, I try and help him out any way i can here in here in the central area because i know he doesn't you know it's just busy for him trying to handle what he's doing yep you know i got a i got tagged in a deal i don't think it was on rc scrap pile i think it was in one of the other pages i got tagged in a deal asking some questions and i love answering questions but to the best of my ability you know oh yeah that's all right that's all part of the fun of building and flying model airplanes well hey it's it's oh, yeah. kind of been i'm gonna i'm gonna put you guys on the spot a little bit you know last guest we had on there was uh shelby and he said man that uh they have joe nall 2021 he's gonna meet us up there what about you guys you gonna come see us at joe nall 2021 I get what I'd love to. I, I really would. I, I'd, I'd be something I'd like to put in a schedule because I've never been to one. You know, I read about them in the magazines, and it oh. just looks like a really good time. Right, that's where I'm at too. I've never been to one, but Clint's been to like freaking all of them. Fourteen. Yeah, Fourteen. Yeah. You know, so the, we we were going before Cooper was born. Yep. So I mean, and he's so, twelve this year. So 2021 is going to be my first. So if you guys want to come pop my Joe Nall cherry, I'll be available. I'm a, I'm gonna tell you right now, the Joe Nall is. Uh, I mean, you I can't put it into words of to what it is. You don't even have to bring anything to fly. You just that have to show up for the good time. I'm bringing a camera. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm gonna do. So I mean, it's a it, it's a really good time. They have a really nice event. You know, I'm we're going. I'm gonna take a couple airplanes. You're gonna take something. I mean, that's just how it's gonna work. Oh yeah, I'll bring something for sure. <laughs> I most likely won't even go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then you got the then you got the boy over here. He said, "Nah, y'all have fun." 
<laughs> well, here's the deal, Cooper. When you turn 16 and can drive, you're going to be privy to a whole bunch of cool stuff, man. Cause right. Me, so me, you're driving. Yeah, me and your old man are going to need you. <laughs> yeah. I ain't driving. I ain't driving. Well, I'll drive myself, but not you guys. <laughs> not, not you guys I wonder how he's going to get that first car talking like this little man. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> man, I tell you what, you know, change the subject, but against my better judgment like dude my first car i had to pay for half actually i built my first car you know so i had to come up my dad said he would match anything that i saved and we would find something for that and i had to build my first car so i tried to do that with my son no he's not man he's just not a mechanical kid you know some people some people are born with that some people aren't he was that kid that did it no, just, it, not just, it just doesn't no. work, man. I yeah, watched that- I watched him try to put an office chair together the other day, and oh the kid about stroked out. So, I was like, <laughs> so you know, not talking shit on my kid. I love that guy to death. But some people have that deal, and some people don't. Right. You know, so I bought him a car, you know, straight up. Oh, yeah. I paid like, for it and see, everything I like that. Now, car. now here's what I here's what I do, you know. I, it's kind of an asshole move, but I hold that over his head, you know. We're sitting around the house today, and he's like, man, uh, I'm hungry. And I'm like, cool. I got money. Why don't you go get us something to eat? <laughs> man, I don't want to drive. I'm like, all right, well, give me your keys. He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, I'll just take your car. If you don't want to drive nowhere, there ain't no reason to drive. Actually, <laughs> the car's in my name. I pay the insurance. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. No, Dad, no. I'll go get us something to eat. Uh-huh. Like, all right, that's what I fucking thought. Yeah. <laughs> now, that would most likely be me. Yeah. I, I, I would go so grab something, but driving, like, all the way to Joe and all, no. Not me. Shit, that's part of the fun. Oh, yeah. Is that drive. I promise. Which, man, I've got an amazing kid, dude. I'm proud of that guy and everything that he does. I'm telling you right now, you can say what you want. He's going to be on this podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, man, he's got his own podcast. We started producing it last uh, two weeks. He started it before with just his phone, and we've progressed it into something else. And, man, like one of our uh, local sports guys, which my kid's really into sports, and he's doing a high school sports deal. One of the local high school high school sports guys, named Mark Rogers, uh, agreed to be on the show. Right, and, and that's the, awesome. And that guy's big time. Right, you know that guy's big time. So, it's, so when, it's pretty amazing. It, it it amazes us daily, and I'm sure it does uh, you guys as well with your YouTube channel. Right, you know, just what something you start not necessarily out of boredom, but for something to do. You know, let's not sugarcoat this, Clint. We started this on BS. We did. We totally started this on B. We we were standing around the flying field and like, hey, let's start a podcast. Let's 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 do this, you know. And I was telling these guys like, if we get freaking ten downloads, man, we right. we, we have made yeah. it. We're shitting it's, in tall cotton. Yeah, right it's there. shitting in tall cotton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. That's this, awesome. Like, Listen to you guys. You know, when we're building, we're down here at the building. Uh, Matthew and I both work at the same golf course, and we just. He listens to your podcast and he's like, Oh dad, you gotta listen to this one, you know, we'll play it down in the building tonight. So we have we enjoy it. We really do. So what you're doing we love. So, you know, just well, keep it up. And what you guys are doing we love, you right. know. I and mean, we and we definitely appreciate it. I'm still on the fence. I'm still kind of like, I can't believe people listen to this shit. I mean, I mean, <laughs> honestly, which I, I'm not trying to downgrade anything that we do because we do put a lot of effort into it and we, right. care, we, we genuinely care about what we do. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, um, you know, but, but in like our little small community, you know, there's, 
what what we think, Clint? Thirty of us that are that are fairly tight and kind of know what's going on and kind of yep. keep up with yep. each other. You know, there there might be thirty of us that are pretty tight and all this stuff. But man, I mean, I was looking at our analytics the other day. We're in like nineteen countries and forty seven states. Right. That blows my freaking mind. I mean, absolutely blows my mind. You know. That is that is awesome. It really is, and, and awesome. I don't know what to say. I mean, that that is that's sweet. And I mean, we're we're and, and, and dude, it sounds like I'm bragging, and, and really don't take no, it as that. It, it, we're 18 shows in, and it, it just it absolutely blows my mind. Like we were talking to who who was it you were talking to the other day? Was it Jason? Jason Duran? Yeah. And uh, man, he was supposed to be uh, on the show. We were supposed to have another show and uh, have him on, but he was kind of feeling under the weather, so he's going to reschedule with us. Which worked out in our – it worked yeah, out it, for it, everybody, It actually really. did work out in our favor because we had, we had a club meeting that night, and I'm like, oh, shit, how are we going to do all this? You know? <laughs> right. But, but uh, you know, he was like, man, you guys made it. You know, and I'm like, I don't I don't know that we made it, but <laughs> but we're here. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and, and, and we're going to continue to be here. So, that, But it's also uh, with many thanks to guys like y'all, you know. Right, without you guys, with, we can't do this. Stuff. Without you guys, we couldn't be doing what we're doing. That's you know, it. We, we enjoy your content just as much as you enjoy ours. Absolutely. As soon as I get, dude, I'm, I'm subscribed. I got the bell freaking right. rung on MBMRC. <laughs> as soon as that pops well, up, we, I'm watching it, man. We appreciate that. Absolutely. And, dude, it, like it's, it's, it's always we good just, content. we, we got to get cranking on some more things. I mean, we're just so busy. I mean, if Matthew and I, uh, we work all day, we come home, and we work on planes or we're flying. I mean, and that's what it is. And uh, Brian comes over when he has the opportunity to do so, and we just have a heck of a good time, and uh, we just enjoy the hobby. And, we, we, like I said, we're in every facet of it, from the control line to free flight to you name it, we got it. Right. And that that's absolutely amazing. And man, I you know, I kinda know where you guys are coming from that you know, if if um I don't really have a full time job, you know, I kinda work part time and do some consulting and stuff on the side, so I've got a little extra time to kinda put into this stuff. But uh, you know, talking about maybe creating content and things like that for the for the normal Joe that's got a normal job and everything like that. Dude, this is a lot of work to produce something like this. This is a lot of work. You know, we don't do a lot of video editing and that is on purpose because that's where he comes in. It takes, yeah, yeah it takes a lot of time for me to edit video. I can edit audio really quick, which, you know, audio is kind of my background. You know, I'm a, I'm an audio guy and I'm a graphic artist. Video is a totally different ball game. Editing video is a, is it, it's a time consuming, totally different ball. And game. that's where Cooper involves with me a little bit. Right. Yeah is he's kind of started a YouTube channel and, and he's just trying to figure it out and move forward with it. And well, hey, yo, this kid's yeah. going to have a content overload after this weekend and right. he's going to have to figure it out. Right. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Because um, yeah. <laughs> on, I found like this thing that goes on the side of my airsoft gun for my phone because I have a GoPro, but I don't have the mounts and stuff for it yet. There we wow. Go. Now I can talk better. There we go. And I have to find like get that and then get my phone and all that jazz so i can start recording airsoft videos because well, that's my main channel well me and, me and your dad are fixing to work on that <laughs> we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna make it easier for you maybe no we are oh good we'll, we'll, we'll figure out a way <laughs> hey if anything well, that i do is i want it, man i mean like when we started this deal you know the hobby stuff and everything like that i want to build up people you know, whether, oh, well, absolutely. absolutely, whatever it is, you know, and I mean, that's kind of a broad statement, build up people, but 
like what he's doing. Right. And man, really, I am looking for somebody that could help us with video stuff. Because well, and I can shoot when I come in. I can shoot the video and I don't have any problem setting up shots, shooting stuff and everything like that. When it comes to editing, I'm weak. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Yeah, because and, and he's young. Yeah. Yo, he can, he's he, a sponge, dude. He'll soak right. all that stuff up. Yeah, because right. right now I just edit on my phone. I only have like computer anything. Yeah, I make good pretty good videos. Right. For just starter YouTuber, basically. I make good videos already. Well, we'll we'll get you there, brother. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there eventually. But, you know, when it comes to building people up, you know, these guys are, uh, it, it steadily amazes me the people that, the things that are, are happening positive in our worlds with this, you know. Right. I mean, it, it comes down to TJ and Ohio Model Products, Jason Duran, ZDZ, RC Battery USA. Yep. Even Balsa USA. Balsa man. USA. Yeah. Yo, Rod Elliott. Dude, Rod, <laughs> man, let me stop everything right here. If you don't have a Rod Elliott in your life, you need to find one because this guy will keep you on track, keep you motivated, keep you pumped up, make you feel like you're special so that you're you're you keep contributing like like you feel like you should. Right. Yeah. You know, so at you know, it at the end of the day when you when you deal with the hobby, the hobby is just as much about the people for me as it is the hobby. Absolutely. You know, uh, I love hearing the history. Uh, you know, like the Evans, uh, they mentioned the hooker. Yep. You know, not many people know what a hooker is, or everybody knows right. what a hooker is, but I assure you there's not many that know what a Craig Tro hooker is. Well, hey, before all of this, I thought a hooker was something you picked up on Robinson, brother. I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Which around our parts, Robinson's where you would go if you wanted to find some, uh, you know, companionship for the evening. Right. Yeah, ours would be Cherry Street. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Cherry Street. Very, very fitting. Yeah. What a perfect yeah. name. Except there's no cherries there. Yeah. Oh, I bet not. Yikes. Hopefully it's not raisins. <laughs> Golly. Poor Cooper. I know. Which, here, the saving grace is he has no clue what we're uh, talking you about. Never, I bet I'm sure he might. Yeah, and maybe it yeah. might be more than what I think. I'm oh, sorry. yeah. I'm sorry, Cooper. I love it'll you, it'll hey. be okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, th- that's what a lot of this is about. So, you know, we thank, we thank everybody. Right. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I hate to sound sappy, and I do that on every episode. I feel like. Ah, bless. But... but I have never been in a community quite like I have been the RC community to where, dude, everybody is willing to back you up. Hey, man, you know, I need this to get this flying. Somebody's like, well, here, I got that. Or here's three of them. You know, maybe. or here's you know. three of them. Or, you know, it's just everybody's kind of got your back and, and everybody wants to see everybody succeed and we all help each other out, you know. Like, if if I could pay 90% of everything that I've got to me forward, dude, this RC, you know, uh, lifestyle is going to go good for somebody, you know, and, and that's, that's one of the cool things I like about it. I've been involved in a lot of things and I've never seen the community back somebody up like this deal. Absolutely. Well, 100%. You know, I, an interesting story about that. The other day I was at the hobby shop and, uh, I walked out and I put my wallet in the fr- my front pocket. Because it's, it's pretty uncomfortable to jump up in my truck and, and have that thing in my back pocket. But the thing had popped out of my pocket and landed on the ground. I didn't know it. 
but it was at the hobby shop. And to show you how the community is, the guy that owns the hobby shop called me up and said, hey, Artie, you left your wallet over here. I'm like, what? He said, yeah, a guy found it out in the parking lot and brought it in. I'm saying, well, you know what? Somebody could have had a hell of a good party with that. Right. Yeah. So, I, you know, it just shows you the kind of people that are in this. I mean, this yeah. day and age, you don't get too much of that, you know. Uh, somebody could have had a good time with that. Well, and that's uh that's again part of why I'm I'm glad that Cooper is sitting here to hear hear you know this. Is there are good people in the world? You know, he's coming up in a world that is a, a really a messed up place. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so I I want him to have some old school value in him. You know, as far as how to treat people, and I know for a fact he knows how to treat people right. Yep. You know, but I want him to have some old school values in him on how to treat people when he's my age looking that looking back going, well, yeah, my, my old man, he did it right. You man, know? the only negative thing I can say about this kid is he calls me Kevin. Instead of Jason. <laughs> that's, but, but, that's the only negative thing I can say about the kid. I've been around him for a good few months now. Well, you know? it's yeah. one of those deals. I I think he's gonna be awful with names. Grow, yo. Hey, some people, sure. some people just do that, man. Right, it's all right. It's all right. Hey, it's I'm awful with names too. I remember Matthew and Marty. Hey, look, I'm doing all right, <laughs> man. This is awesome. Uh, man. At one point, I was a salesman, and it was kind of my job to remember names, and I was still terrible at it. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it it's one of those things. You either can do it or you can't. It's like being a mechanic. Right. Well, hey, I'm with you because, man, I sell podcasts. And before our podcast tonight, I do another, I did another one. And it was uh, on construction and stuff like that. I still don't know those two dudes' names. And they pay me. <laughs> I, have no, I have no idea what I their names ho- are. I, I, I sure hope they don't listen. Well, I mean. Maybe. It, if they do, they do. Right. It's honest. Exactly. Right. You know, it's not like I'm bullshitting nobody. Well, and you play it off. Hey, man, how's it going oh, yeah. here? Yo. Hey, dude, what's up? Uh, dude, I'll get past it. I'll figure out your name at some point. You're going to say it at some point. I'll oh, figure yeah. it out. <laughs> but like our show, you know how I go through and we set up like all the tracks and everything right. like that. I got everybody's name for everybody's track. I was setting theirs up today and I'm like, all right, well, I know it's this input and all that. And I'm like, okay, that's, I don't know that guy's name. That's, mm, I don't know that guy's name. Oh, oh, that's Jake. I know Jake. Right. We'll put Jake in there. So I'll be able to to edit everything. And throughout our relationship, I'll remember their names. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, but. It's just a matter of getting there. Golly, man. I feel like (laughs) I feel like such a I feel like such a half ass. But, you know, it's one of those things. I would rather be half fast than not fast. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't waste your time. Yeah, don't waste yeah, don't waste anybody's time, man. Yep, Get it down to, and everything. Ready like to that. go. We can figure it out. Really doesn't matter what their name is, as long as the levels and everything are right and everything sounds good. Doesn't and their matter. money's green. That's it. So Yeah, I get it. So do you ha- do you guys have any uh fall time fun flies coming up or what's going on out there? No, we've got a couple local clubs that because of this COVID thing, they haven't been very active. We just primarily, I've got a flying field in my backyard. It's I've, There's 20 acres here, and we've got a field that's like 50 foot wide by 450 foot long. So we just, I mean, at the end of the day, we just head back and, you know, throw some stuff in the truck and go turn it on out back and have a good time amongst ourselves, really. You know what I just heard there, Clint? It's like, hey, come set up your tent. You can hang out anytime. That's right. what I. That's what I. That's anytime. what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I build a building 
that's just dedicated to model airplanes. It's 1,500 square foot, and, uh, I mean, it's got benches and saws and planers and anything you could imagine is in it. This and, sounds... uh, yeah, and if you guys was ever around in this area, you know, absolutely. Well, man, as, as soon as we figure out how to uh, get this to where it can support itself support itself you know we're, we definitely want to try to travel a little bit more which we're trying to do a little bit you know um we we have a busy month coming we, we definitely have a busy month coming you know which which is all pretty close in our little like right. little tri-state area right. you know is, is what i would say but you know it's our first year into it and man honestly until this year i'd never been to a fun fly other than like our local club and the the one that i went to was an hour and a half away Right. You know, so, um, but uh, next, was it? Next, next week, weekend. Next yeah. weekend, we're, we're headed to Wichita Falls, Texas, which that's a five-hour drive for us. We're going to head out down. Five hours. Is it five? No. How, long, how far is that? It's not even two, hardly. <laughs> oh, well, well that's, even, that's even better. <laughs> two, two and a half, maybe. Maybe, maybe I was thinking five-hour round trip. Uh, it's, maybe that's where I was It's five hours to Apache Pass from here. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, the, wait, you're not going. Oh, you son of a bitch. How are you going to bring that up every time, man? Well, you should go. Don't make me quit my job. Wait, you I'll, won't. No, I, you're right. I won't. I'm but, sorry. <laughs> but uh, you know uh, that deal in Wichita Falls. That's going to be a good deal. You know those guys. Uh, I'm hoping so. Well, they're they're supporting their local DAV chapter, Disabled American Veterans. So yep. it goes to a good cause. Anytime you I know. can give to any kind of veteran association or anything like that, I'm definitely game for that. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I I haven't heard from Larry if he's going to be able to make that one or not. I, Man, I don't think so. But which we're talking about leaving Friday. Larry Larry's got to work Friday, so he would have to come down Saturday. He wants to go, so we need to we need to get with him a little bit and see if yeah. we can maintain some stuff. But well, my uh, my first uh, fly-in I went to was uh, it's called the uh, Big Plane Fly-in, and I took. Uh, a Chuck Cunningham uh, Lazy Ace biplane, the 84-inch span. And uh, I took that out there and flew it and uh, probably had one of the best landings of that plane I ever had out at that, that fly, and it just came in just absolutely falsely perfect. I never did that again with that with that airplane. <laughs> yeah. Don't you love those? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it floated in so nice. And the thing was, we fly a... Uh, a left pattern here at the house and at that fly and we had to fly the opposite we had to fly right hand pattern and i have this 84 inch span biplane up in here which i never did a right pattern before in my life and uh, i actually did pretty good with it i was i was pretty young uh, at the time but the nerves uh, didn't really get to me too much yeah ner- nerves play a big part in my flying I'll tell you, the worst nerves I ever had was the first time I flew at the Joe Nall. Oh, I bet. And even even going back every year, that first flight is, uh, I mean, I, I, there ain't a whole lot shakes me up. But that one shakes me up. I mean, I don't care what. I can fly something I've flown a week before here and be just fine, and the airplane works great, and everything's cool, and, man, I'm a knee-knocking, finger-shaking. As soon as you get it over with, you're all good. You know, something I heard Casey mention, uh, it was on one of the podcasts where he was talking about sticking with an airframe for a while and right. you know, getting used to it. And, and you know what? I think that's very important. And that was one of the things that Miles Reed had told me early on 
when I started flying. He said, you know, you got to pick an airframe and you have to stick with it. That's the only way you're ever going to get really, really good is to find that airframe that you like and stick with it. So we we had a guy here in Oklahoma City, a uh, good friend of uh, kind of the group, Kirk. And he got started uh, through another mutual friend of ours. And he, he called me one day, this mutual friend. He's like, man, you still flying? Yeah, I'm still flying all the time. Well, this guy, he's he's got his AMA and he's ready to go and this, that, and the other. And all right, yeah, I'll help him. Well, it turns out to be one of my best friends, you know. But uh, the first thing I told him, man, as soon as you get rid of the foam, you'll be good to go. Yeah. And he did. And he wore out, wore smooth out a little uh, Cadet LT, the the SIG ARF. It's like 80 or 81 inches, you know, tricycle gear, little 50 flies it. He wore one yeah. of them slick out. When he was done with that, we had an 84-inch hooker that we had, had a Sato 180 on it. Well, Kirk, I'll make it here. Here's what I'll do. I'll t- I'm going to take this 180 off of it. That way you're not buying that, but you can buy the airplane, the servos that are in it. We had real high quality, high end servos in it. Uh, I don't, uh, Futaba 9452s, I think real fast, real crisp, but they're 4.8. You know, you got to be careful with voltage. And, uh, he flew that airplane for, I bet a year. And just flew it and flew it and flew it. And he had other airplanes too, but ever, that was a staple in his hangar. Is that the one I own now? It is. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, well, the, and the cool... That's the, that's the problem with having as many airplanes as we have. I mean, there's been planes I haven't had out in three or four years, and I go back to them. I was like, man, why haven't I been flying this thing? Right. And then I put it away for another three or four years. Yeah, you have to rotate them. And, and I've had a real bad issue. Of course, I've had a lot going on in my personal life this year, too, you know, with moving, selling a house, and, you know, everything that's involved with that. You know, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of consumed up about the last three months, it feels like, of, of just dealing with that. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, I've just kind of stuck with the green D7 as my kind of go-to. And, of course, I had to take it apart and work on it, but. Well, I think we got that right. Well, we're going to find out in the morning and hope. I say we. I did, <laughs> I did, I did a little bit. You did a lot. Well, it'll yeah. be all right. Yeah. <laughs> I like the eyeballs. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like every single afternoon after you get off work, rest, whatever, you would go upstairs and work on that plane for like an hour or two and then come back downstairs and go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. That's every just, single night. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what you do when you're... When you're doing what you're doing, you know, you just kind of yeah. go up there and work on them. I mean, it's just like you. You play your game, you know. Every single day at, I get off at, of school. Yeah, you get off of school. You sit down for an hour. You play your game, you know, do what you have to do. Do yeah. your homework, et cetera. So, exactly, yeah. You know, when you think about it, it's, you know, it's just a different. I, I don't play a game. I work on an airplane, whether it be, exactly. you know, uh, putting, a, putting the landing gear back on it or, you know, this. I yeah. I. I got to mention Bjorn. Oh, yeah, Bjorn. Yeah, you yeah. said it right. I'm so proud of you, dude. <laughs> I got to mention Bjorn, you know, with the – I had the cylinders off this little 116, put rings in it, you know, all the, all the stuff that we've done. And, man, 100%, that thing hits. Oh, like, yeah. Like crazy, dude. Oh, yeah. That, so. that motor has got more compression now right. than it did before. Absolutely. And they're not, it's not even broke in again. Yeah, it ain't even broke in <laughs> So, I mean, you know, uh, but – what these guys need to know is when you're overhauling glow engines, yep. he makes rings for those too. 
Yeah. That's uh, that's RMJ, isn't it? It is. It is yeah. RMJ. Yeah, that's 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 it. Which I, I heard of those guys, and I I haven't done any business with them yet, but I I have heard the name. Well, you can look him up in uh, RC Scrap Pile. He's got his own page. You know, I mean, he he's in our group. He comments, and he's pretty active in our group. Yeah, and we'll we'll definitely vouch for him, man. I mean, it's it's going to be a quality product, and if not, you need to let him know, and he'll he'll make it right. Absolutely. You know, uh, we'll, de- we'll definitely check him out because you know we're constantly buying parts. A lot of you know a lot of this stuff you can't. You know, some of the Super Tiger stuff and the HBs and the HPs you can't find anything for him. Right. So a guy like that would come in handy. Well, man, I mean, I think he took he assumed like Frank Bowman's yeah Frank Bowman rings, and uh, so he's got a lot of uh, I don't know if you would call it schematics or you know like the. Uh, I think he's what, what you would call it, but uh, he's got a lot of uh, documentation for about anything that you would need. I I think he told me, and I I may be wrong. I don't have the conversation in front of me that right. he had over three hundred ring measurements. Right. You know, so, which that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you talk about three hundred different model airplane RC type engines, that's a bunch of engines. That's a bunch of engines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. I mean, I can. I mean, I've never met bjorn face to face or anything I like that but, I, I, but I, some of our correspondents back and forth this guy's a solid dude absolutely and i don't know if we're gonna get to it wichita falls but i know we will ice house right and and if anybody's ever listened to the show we, we just uh you know if we don't believe in something we're not going to talk about it right you know, if we don't if we if we don't stand behind it it's not something that uh that's going to make our show and bjorn's one of these dudes that he's like us you know, going to normal nine to five every day, you know, working and everything like that and uh, contributing to the hobby. That guy definitely does it. Absolutely. He does, a, you know, a, a really nice job and a really nice nice guy to deal with. Yeah. I wish his name was easier to say. No. <laughs> You're telling me. I, man, I, I – For Clint, anyway, oh, I got man. it. I got it handled. The, yeah. the, the, the Okie gets me right there real bad. We're, we're country you, around here. Where are you guys at in Oklahoma? Right smack in the center of it, Oklahoma yeah. City. We are in the bullseye yeah. of Oklahoma. We're in the beautiful. What's, uh, what's what's the weather like there? I mean, what's your like your winter and your summer? What's that like? Like during the summer, man, you're talking about you know 100 plus. You know, um, right right now, it's like you know it's in the it's in the 70s and stuff like that. But you know, one day could be freaking 30 mile an hour winds. One day could be 10 mile an hour winds. You know, it just kind of. And here's the thing: the weather people don't know. Like it might That's say, a, "Hey, it's going to be a low wind day." You know, a low wind day around here is 15 to 20. Yeah. Oh. That, that, <laughs> is a, that is the highest paid liar, and I, they don't yeah, mean the, to be. Absolutely. They try. They are the you highest know, paid liar. That is absolutely. You know, and I don't mean that harmfully. Those guys are. They have a job to do. You know, they're trying to do their best. I get it. Well, hey, man, you can't guess Mother Nature. No, she's going to get you every time. You know, I don't care what can kind of computer program, modeling, or whatever that you've got, and you're seeing the storms coming in from out here, out there, whatever. You can't guess that. Yeah. You know, but, I'm, not, okay. I'm not trying to bust their balls or anything and put them on the spot, but, dude, there ain't no, there ain't no catching that. Well, Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. I'm done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Clint's kid. That's funny. No, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta love him. Absolutely. At this point, I might just start doing this every Friday night with my life. 
Yeah. Oh, it's boy. Like, oh, I actually like this. Yeah. Just Look. sitting here talking. Oh, boy. This has probably been one of the cleaner episodes. I'm yeah. Not yeah. yeah. We're, we're trying to behave. And that's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Which we didn't set out to have, like, super graphic episodes or anything. No, but, but they get kind of, I mean. I, well, here's the thing. We want to keep it as real as possible. And, you know, sometimes we'll drop an F-bomb. Right. It'll happen, you know. It does. It does. You know, it's, don't think of it as disrespect. Just think of it as us coming to you real. What's, uh, uh, what's the saying? Damn, I'll have to remember it. Dude, I can't cover for you. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> damn. <laughs> uh, I, I'm lost. Man, I, I, I did that earlier today, dude. I was like, I can't think of the word I'm talking about. Yeah, I can't either. I'll think yeah, of it right horrible. in the most inopportune spot and be like, this is it. Yeah, and absolutely. everybody's going to be like, huh? So, you know, I've kind of hit on this before, but man, what can we expect? Out of MBMRC coming up. What do you guys got? You you, you know, you said you've got like over 100 airplanes and, and all this stuff. So we just like, actually like to hear what people want to see. I mean, my oldest boy wants me to do a video on covering. Uh, you know, I, I, I just don't know. I don't, I don't know what people want to see. I'd love to do it. You know, well, man, tell I, me what it is you want to see. Right. I absolutely think that a video on covering could be very good. You know, um, looking through YouTube and stuff like that, there's not a lot. Anything that you guys, I feel like, you know, this is my personal opinion, but anything you guys put out on anything vintage as far as covering, you know, maybe rebuilding a nitro engine, even even it, even as simple as like plumbing a nitro engine and, right. and getting it right and everything like that as far as like getting the tank at the right place and everything like that in line that, with the motor. That's an art in itself. It is. It is definitely know. an art in itself. And I, I think that's maybe a void in the market. And even here's the thing, like with our show, you know, even if it's been done before, don't be afraid to do it again because you might do it better. Right. You know, absolutely. And 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 you might be the person that somebody sees that that needs to see that. You know what I'm saying? If you come up in that search engine like I'm plumbing a 45 Nitro AX, you could be the top dog that comes up in that position and that that might be what sets you guys apart. Well, I you know, I did a, a brief video on on tuning an engine but the problem with it is that i have is you know i've done it for so long that i just assume everybody knows what i'm talking about you know what i'm saying right and and, and you know i really need to to do more of the basics and and explain really what what's going on you know with the timing and how things work and and what they do and but uh, yeah I, I i find myself you know i'll go back and i'll watch the video and i'll go you know what most people probably don't even know what i'm talking about Right. You know, and, I'll, and I'll skip over something, you know, that I know that should have been touched on because I just assume everybody knows. Which, you know, I've got a little bit different outlook on some of this stuff than, than probably most of the people that have been in this hobby because I've been in it for such a little time. But I own a marketing company. Um, we do a bunch of stuff as far as like, you know, Facebook marketing, you know, uh, Instagram, you know, building up stuff on your website, blogs, things like that. And the one thing that I tell customers is, here's the deal, man, it's kind of like Hansel and Gretel, you know, put out the breadcrumbs because those breadcrumbs are what's going to lead people back to your site, you know, and, and the one, one thing advice that I could give to you, which I'm not prevalent in YouTube or anything like that, but just, just as a marketing standpoint and an overview of everything is 
don't be afraid to put out stuff that you think has already been done because it might have already been done, but it wasn't done by you, and you might do it better. Yeah. That's good advice, uh, and, and we'll definitely uh, – like I said, we want to crank out some more things. Uh, just like that pull-off, that was a uh, real board Sunday. We couldn't fly because it was too windy, and we had two planes that were identical. And Matthew and I was in an argument as to which engine was stronger. And I said, you know what? Let's just hook the son of a bitches up and see which one will pull. Right. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I do, too. I hadn't thought about that until I saw your video. <laughs> yeah. So, it's just something, you know, just it was Sunday just fooling around. Uh, well, man, and I would bet, too, that, you know, I've followed you guys for a short time. But I would bet that that video probably has more views than anything that you guys ever put out because it was just something so different. Nobody does a a, a pull drag with some nitro engines. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody does that. These guys do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and really, that's that's what horned me in on the deal. You know what right. I'm saying? I saw that, and I'm like, well, what the hell these guys else got? To, uh, what, what else do they have to offer? And then I see that they're doing some of these planes like what I have, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm not the only one in the world with one of those. You know, right. because everywhere I've ever gone, they're like, holy shit, what is that? I'm like, I don't know. I picked it up for 60 bucks at a swap meet, you know? <laughs> yeah. And these guys told you what it was. Yeah. You know? That, dude, that, that's amazingly awesome because I'm sitting here going, right. what is this? Yeah. You know, what, I what have the no hell? idea. It flies. It, yeah, it flies Matthew, good. Yeah, I sent Matthew a picture. He's like, dude, it's a pacer, this, that, the other. I'm like, yep, yeah, yeah, that sounds good to me. I, I'm in. I like it. But I think I think the one thing I would uh, I would say towards you know your videos and stuff like that is even when you think it's shit, send it. You know, that's, <laughs> that, Man, that's, that's an absolute fact. And I I am an OCD prick. I mean, there is no two ways about it. And Clint is back behind me going, no, no, it's fine. Send it. And you know what? The dude is right. You know. Uh, yeah. Cause there's because a, there's you, a lot of stuff we put out that I'm like, no, dude, we can't send that. You, and he's like, no, just do it. It's good. It's fine. It's just just, just do it. Uh, you can't. Number one, you can't be perfect every time. You're never gonna be. Yeah. Uh, number two, it adds a little humor. You know, I've gotten more messages on what I consider and what Casey would consider shit episodes. You know, we've gotten more more interaction with so many people due to those right then we have what we thought would be a hard hitting episode and it's just kind of like eh, oh absolutely you know. the ones the ones that i i'm hitting clint up going i can't believe we released that that's awful what the fuck did we do dude? are you kidding me did we really send that out onto the world next thing you know dude that one's got that one's got more listens downloads and everything else than, you know, than, so, than anything we've done so I, my advice would be don't be afraid of it you know, enjoy it. Uh, try and put some good, solid content out, but at the same time, have fun with doing what you're doing. Well, if hey, you're enjoying doing it, do it. I will absolutely say this about these guys. I haven't seen anything they put out that isn't solid content. I've watched everything from start to finish, and I absolutely wait until I get that notification that these guys have got something new out. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to keep on cranking away at it, that's for sure. And You know, I've been doing this since the 60s. So I've been at it a long time, and uh, I have a good time with it. And uh, I've got, you know, hours and hours of stories. You, you guys know what it's like when you're at the flying field. I mean, the stuff that happens, and I've got a lifetime of it. 
Yeah, right. we we started a podcast funny, on that. Good funny yeah. shit in there, I gotta tell you. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the best way I can explain the stories of the flying field. Is we started a podcast based on that. Yep, that's it. And, I, and, and and again, that's why I enjoy your shows because it's like being at the flying field. It is it's no, a good dude, time. I mean, like this this was totally. I mean, we we thought about it, you know, and we, for a year, yeah, for a year and everything like that. And I mean, the way we started it was kind of on a whim, and it and, and the way that we kind of approached it was, we want to talk about like our after hours, freaking, you know, like it's too dark to fly. The kind of bullshit we talk about at the flying field and everything like that. You're you're bringing, you know, years and years and years of that. To, to the, the table. To the table. I, I say that uh, Matthew, Brian, listen to your pops. Absolutely. Put some shit out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I mean that's that's kind of where I'm at, man. Listen, listen to the old man. You right. know, I'm not saying, you know, that uh, you guys don't put your spin on it or anything like that, but get a cumulative effort between the three of you and send it. Don't be afraid. What's the worst? That could, what's the worst that could happen? Somebody says it sucks. Fuck them. Right. You know, you know right. Often, oftentimes there's people that will ask me, and I, I don't want to go off on this too long, but oftentimes somebody will say, well, what's the funniest thing, you know, that, that, that really ever happened? At the flying field we remember at, there's an airport there. So there's full-scale airplanes going in and out of it. And there's also a parachuting community that they go up and they jump out of the planes. So, you know, we're, we have the aircraft radio thing there. You know, we got to keep tabs on where the full-scale aircraft are, and where the parachuters are, and that sort of thing. Well, there was one evening a guy jumped out of a plane. There was a whole group of them. There was like 10 of them, and they went up really, really high. And it was almost dark. These guys jumped out, and we see all the chutes open but one. And the, we're like, oh, that guy's really, you know, he's really ballsy. Look, he's, he's, he's going to show the other ones how far he can go. Well, pretty soon we hear the guy screaming. Oh, we know at this. We know at this point things aren't going well. Right, that's an old shit. And moment. we we could see that his main chute he blew it off, and he was on his backup chute, which only opened partially. He was spinning down like a maple tree helicopter. You know, he was spinning around in a circle. All bad. And he he's yelling and screaming, and we're all like, "Oh my God, this guy's going in right in front of our very eyes." There's a big cornfield beside it, and they. The chute opened up a little bit more and a little bit more, and he wasn't going outrageously fast, but he was going fast enough. And he went into that cornfield, and all of us, you know, we run out there, and the guy's laying there. He's pretty much passed out. We could tell he was hurt pretty bad. Fortunately, the guy did make it and, and lived to parachute another day, but when he was laying there, the chute was laying there, and one of the old-timer guys that was there, Looked and he said, I'll bet if you ask him right now, you could buy that parachute real cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. That is awesome. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's perfect. Which, man, um, I I haven't acquired it yet, but uh, there's a gentleman that uh, I've met that had built an airplane and he tore it back down and he wants to give it to me. And it's a full-scale aircraft. It is a... Uh, Cassett 3M, or th- wait, no, no, a Cassett 3, yeah, M3 is what it's called, and it's basically a Formula One racer for like Reno. You know they they have oh, yeah, a, they have yeah a, I know what they are they're quick yeah, they have a class for it and uh, 
I was over at this gentleman's house Monday, and uh, it's one of those things that I'm acquiring this aircraft, and, you know, I want to talk to this guy, learn as much as I can about this thing, you know, and uh, sitting over there with him, and he pulls out this bag and sets it next to me and goes, there's your parachute. <laughs> I'm like, is it that kind of a, an aircraft where I need a parachute? He goes, well, everybody, everybody needs a plan B, you know? <laughs> you know? So... And, and, um, this thing, dude, this guy actually, he, he, uh, over a 10 year span, he put this thing together and it's never been registered with the FAA, but he would fly it for like 10 or 20 minutes and then come down and then make modifications. He wanted to make this thing a 300 plus mile per hour aircraft. And, you know, a lot of that is trying to make it streamlined as possible, which the, the racing aircraft has a zero 200 in it. You know, he put a zero three twenty in it. You know, so it's already overpowered and way overweight for for that kind of stuff. But he's had it over two hundred and seventy five miles an hour. So it's it's a proven aircraft that has been flown, but it but it has been torn down and he is giving it to me and he wants me to fly this thing and I have to recover it. I basically have to you know, all the all the uh you know, as far as building it has been done, you know, it's, it's mainly an assembly, not, not a manufacturing kind of deal. And I'm blown away by it. Half of me is scared shitless. The other half of me is like, hell yeah. You know? <laughs> so oh, I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. That'd be a good time. But I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd do it. <laughs> well, man. He, and here was his point on this whole deal. He goes, man, you know, if you go get your pilot's license and you're flying like a Cessna one, 150 170 or maybe a piper cherokee or a tomahawk or something like that he goes you know that's okay somebody built that aircraft and you know it's certified and everything like that he goes but when i'm at the end of the runway i want to know that i built that aircraft i know every nut and bolt on this deal i have no no quims or qualms about the quality of this deal you know and he, and he went on to say that he knew you know he was part of the eaa you know, several people that he hung out with, you know, had built their own aircraft. And he goes, man, most of these guys would get an aircraft built and everything like that. And they'd end up trading it to somebody else that had built their aircraft. And he goes, these people were happier flying somebody else's build than they were their own. And he goes, to me, that's just crazy. You know, he goes, because I built mine from start to finish and I can trust and believe in everything that I did. Whereas these people were trading these things off for something that, that they didn't have any kind of hand in the build, you know? And it was one of those things oh, yeah. that, dude, even a Piper or a Cessna or anything like that, they don't always bring their A game. Yeah. You know, it's, no. not, it's not always a perfect product, you know? And, and, and his point was, I built mine from anything. And one of the biggest things that he's ever said to me that, and dude, this guy's like, a, man, I, I can't, I don't know. He like builds me up. Like every time I go see this old man, he's amazing. He's like 87 years old. And the guy gets younger every time I talk to him, you know, the longer we talk, the younger this guy gets, you know, and his main deal was, is look, when I'm sitting at the end of the runway, I know I put everything into this. I know I put thought into it. I know that I did everything the best that I could do. He goes, I'm not worried a bit. There's no problem with me putting this thing in the air because I know that I did everything that I knew how to do to make this as safe as possible. Send it. Send it. That's right. Yeah. I can't wait till I'm on the end of that runway with that plane. I'll be standing there with the uh, with the video recorder. Yeah, yeah. 
Hopefully. And a fire extinguisher. Yeah, and a fire extinguisher. <laughs> I was what I was about to say. You got to put me out, bro. I don't know that a fire extinguisher do you any bit of good, but I sure. Well, yeah. Well, you know me well enough that it, a fire extinguisher ain't going to fucking handle what you, I'm going to do you, to it. You, yeah. just, <laughs> you just remember one thing, buddy. I'm thick. I don't run fast. That's all right. Same Man, that's the one thing about this plane, too. Dude, I've got some really good buddies that are A&P mechanics that are also pilots and everything like that. This plane is too small for these dudes to fit in, so I can't, like, send it off. With, right. with my buddies checking it out. No, it's too small. It's built for a 160-pound dude like me. Have fun. Yeah, that's, I, don't, I don't have an out. I got to do it. Well, that's okay. No, you, it, no, it's totally fine, but I'm petrified and pumped at the same time. You might have balls that clink by the end of that deal. Well, it's, we're going to find out. <laughs> hey, you, I, here's the deal. At the end of it, you'll be like, that motherfucker got balls that clink. Maybe before that deal, maybe not. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're you're gonna have to send it before you get that. Hey, you saw me climb on my roof the other day. You wouldn't get up there. I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> not. Not gonna do it. So no got, reason to. Yeah, I got balls at claim. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's just getting. I mean, if I had 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 to, I'd probably do it. But I didn't have have to have to have right. have to. So your skinny ass can get up well, there. And well, do here's it. the deal. You 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 uh. Applied the ladder and some light on the subject. <laughs> and that was, and some emotional support. So, dude, that was perfect. The, That's what the I light, needed. The light was the most entertaining thing of that whole situation. Oh, shit. That was fucking <laughs> funny, dude. Your big ass 15 passenger van backed out in the middle of the fucking street. Oh, yeah. Cars coming around and going, what's this asshole doing? High dude, beams oh, on. So oh, awesome. yeah. yeah it, was it was so good. awesome. I was All up right. at the Cleveland Air Show and I was watching those guys, me and a friend of mine. You know, they're doing these inverted passes and they're picking these ribbons up off the uh, off the runway, you know, with their rudder upside down and, you know, three, four foot off the ground. And I told my buddy, I said, man, I said, I don't think that guy's going to be able to walk when he gets out of that plane. He said, what do you think? It's the G-force? I said, no, his balls, man, will be dragging the ground. He's got to be huge. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to take a quick break. All right. All right, guys, we'll be right back. Right back. Welcome back. God <laughs> damn. To the RC Scrap Pile. If I didn't love you, brother, I don't know what else I would do, man. He said whispering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, let me do it a little louder. Oh, man, I love it. If you weren't my best friend, I don't know what I would do in this instance. Well, you'd just sit there and take it. Right. That's what you're supposed to do anyways. Yeah, wait a minute. That didn't sound right No, either. wait. No, no, no. No, we ain't doing that. <laughs> we ain't that close, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, boy. Man, yeah, what whenever, a- uh, whenever I'm out on the golf course working and, and uh, Clinton does that, it scares me almost every time. Yeah, dude. Man, I can't... Uh, I, I just don't know. Clint has a very unique voice. You know, I have been in audio recording for probably 20 plus years. This dude, there ain't no wrangling that. There, I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. It's, because uh, I, I, know, I know it's coming, but it gets me every single time. Oh, yeah. Every time. And I don't, man, there ain't, no, dude, I've got software upon software upon software. There ain't nowhere to make that 
where it's cohesive with everything else. There, there's just no possible way. It's not meant to be. No, it's not. Which, which, what's crazy? Like in normal life, like we're out at the flying field or we're at a meeting or whatever, dude. Your voice just has an. It's it's a unique, freaking dude. It carries so well. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, you know? I mean, uh, I. Of all the things this thing has taught me is. Maybe voice management to try and not get as loud. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, I fail miserably at that at times. No, no. You, <laughs> but, you know, there's. Uh, I, I think it honestly has. It's it's taught me some voice management in how to speak a little clearer. Right. And speak. Uh, you know, try and speak at a constant volume, not necessarily loud or quiet or whatever. But right. Just, which which in Clint's defense, man, it's uh like like just to give you a for instance. I am probably an inch off the microphone. I'm very close. Right. I'm a fist like away. Yeah. It, it, Clint is at <laughs> least a fist away, and that yeah. sometimes ain't enough. Right. You know? Um, <laughs> it's one of those things, too, that which I've been in broadcast and audio production and things like that, so I don't know if some of that has taught me a little bit of something a little different or anything like that, but, man... Clint has a unique voice. That's that's the worst that I. I mean that's. I mean I, that sounds bad when I say it like that. But no, you have a unique voice and it just carries really well. It doesn't matter if it's sitting in front of a microphone. We're out in the field, anywhere we're at. Just the way you talk, your voice carries. It's just a very unique voice. It's well, good. I'm gonna take it as a compliment. I, I would. I would. You know, unless unless that voice is at you in a negative fashion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're telling me to get on down and fly my airplane, then that's a little bit of a different deal. At least, he, at least I said have a nice afternoon. You did have a nice, say have a nice afternoon. We're gonna have to post that video on the page at some point, dude. Oh, That's so good. That's so good. Which man, these guys they fly at their 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 own. Yeah, field. they don't have that. They problem. don't ever have to deal with anything like that, man. Uh, that, that's one thing that I probably dislike about big flying clubs is the politics. You know, right. you always got some asshole that's gonna want to you know uh, try and overrun the roost and. No. Well, man, here was the problem with that guy is he's mad because somebody else broke the rule that wasn't even broken, number one. Right. Number two, he breaks the rule all the time, and he wants to bitch about it, you know? Exactly. And, you know, we have a rule at the scrap pile. He who bitches fixes. fixes. Thank you, Michael Wyatt. Yeah, Michael Wyatt. <laughs> Michael Wyatt laid that on us. He who bitches fixes, and that, that is our new mantra to live by. So if you bitch about it, you're fixing it. That's all there is to it. Well, I don't know if it's Michael Wyatt or Jarrett. Now that I think about it, it may it may have been Jarrett Watson. No, or both well, of them, maybe. Well, well hey, here's the deal: they're both very intertwined. We're just right. gonna give both of them credit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there we go. And if you hadn't if you hadn't looked those guys up, you know, uh, in on the scrap pile, you know, they've posted videos. Uh, man, two world class guys. Yeah, it's it's almost time for a round two for both of those cats. Oh yeah, yeah, because they're they're that good. And if you haven't found it, go find you a bottle of Pink Whitney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's kind of bad. We we probably drink more than we should on the show. But, man, this is our Friday night. And, man, we uh, we like to have a good time. You know, it's not uh, – we're not alcoholics or anything by any means. But, dude, we like to drink and have a good time. And, and this is my one night a week where I, I turn loose a little bit, you know. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. So, you know, it's not like I don't go home every night and drink and kick my dog and tell my wife she's a bitch or none of that stuff, you know? 
No, you know? nothing like that. We'd, <laughs> this, be, this, we'd be we'd be having a conversation. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. We'd be having a conversation. Dude, my wife would have kicked my ass a long time ago. She's way tougher than I ever thought about being. Right, dude. Yeah. right. <laughs> but <laughs> what are you guys drinking over there? I know Marty's probably got something in the stash. No, not tonight. I, for some reason, no. I, I'm usually a gin drinker, but I'm just drinking coffee tonight. Man, oh, great. I salute you guys. I wish I could. Yeah, I get... just, I just got my trusty Mountain Dew. I, oh. I like a good cup of coffee. Yeah, me too. As long as that you drink shit coffee, whatever you you don't even fucking start shit coffee. You drink shit coffee, man. What you is drink that? McDonald's coffee. I don't. I drink McDonald's iced coffees, not McDonald's hot coffee. Well, here's the deal, dude. I know. Clint's like me, you know, I'm one of them dudes. I drink coffee up until one or two o'clock in the morning yeah, or one or two o'clock in the afternoon. Sometimes the morning too. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the morning too, dude. Like it ain't nothing for me to put away a pot of coffee and sometimes a second pot of coffee. What kind of coffee you drink, Clint? If, if you're talking shit on my McDonald's coffee. So at home we drink Folgers, just classic blend. You know, it's, it's excellent. Yeah. At work. I can't even remember the brand, but the name of it is Tall, Dark, and Colombian. Tall, Dark, and Colombian. Yes. Hey, that. And I will have to say that that kind of fits my bill. And I assure you, it is like my favorite coffee in the world. I just go get a glass and right down the hatch it goes. Well, man, I mean, like at home, like our our normal, you know, like. I tried the the cure egg where you got the little pod ah. and everything. No, no, I'm I, I drink too much coffee for that shit. Old school. Yeah, old school. If Filter. Drink, yeah. Yeah. If I drink, you know, one cup of coffee, maybe two cups cups of coffee, that would probably be all right. But, dude, I'm drinking a pot of coffee. Like my wife will drink a cup. I drink the rest. Right. You know, and I mean, it's an empty pot every day, and. I, I like the McDonald's coffee. I honestly do. No, I know you're gonna you're gonna like puke out on me, but dude, it's it's actually good coffee, man. Which here's the deal. I'm I'm a Dunkin' Donuts coffee kind of guy. Heck no. He, they, they said heck no. No, I did. But that was me. But Dunkin' Donuts, man, really good coffee. But man, it's like eighteen dollars for a bag of coffee. So the McDonald's coffee is quite a bit cheaper. And man, honestly, the quality of the McDonald's coffee is pretty damn good. Peanut Gallery, what do we pay for that big deal of Folgers? Oh, the good one we get at Sam's. Yeah. Like ten, twelve bucks. Exactly. Right. Well, the, <laughs> well, the McDonald's is right there in that same. Now, here's the deal, my no, son. No, uh, big deal, gallon. Not, right. Not. You're now. Yeah. Now, here's the Huge. thing. My son used to work for Starbucks, and they they are known for having some good coffee. I wasn't real proud of my kid working for Starbucks. I'll be honest with you, but it was a good job. It had some good benefits. It worked out good for my kid. He would bring me coffee home from there. I would rather drink McDonald's coffee than the bullshit from Starbucks. Now, I'm the exact opposite. Starbucks is my favorite. Starbucks. I, See. I don't necessarily like paying for it. But Starbucks has some good coffee. Well, here's the thing. It's different going through the drive-thru and getting a drink than what is, like, available on the shelf. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I'm drinking Folgers or I'm drinking whatever Tall, Dark, and Columbian is. Well, here's – I want I want to challenge you. Oh, I want you to, hell. I want you to try some McDonald's coffee. 
Like out of my coffee pot or out of your coffee pot, not at McDonald's. No, I agree with you. Going through the drive through at McDonald's, so, get a cup of coffee. Fuck that. That shit's gross. So speaking of, <laughs> speaking of coffee, man, we got this fun fly coming up next weekend. Are we going to take a coffee pot? Dude. You remember Adam Salt? Yeah, yeah. Didn't he send us some like, uh, like 30 uh, ounce Oh, like yeah. thermoses. Yeah. So yeah. I think between the two of us, we got a big enough thermos to take with us. Well, I was thinking I have a generator and a table. Well, yeah, we could do that too. <laughs> well, yeah. Do we have a cheap coffee pot? Yeah, I bring one. Oh, good. And I'll bring some McDonald's coffee. Okay, I, I, I'll give it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> let, let, yeah. Okay. We'll 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 try it. I say give it a shot. I'm hey. I, I'll try anything I'm not, once. I'm not trying to twist your arm or anything like that. But let's remember. When uh, I brought Jake's beer in here, and I was like, hey, try the Skydance. He goes, this is an IPA? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I don't want that shit. Now, what's your favorite fucking beer? I, I get it. Yeah. And and, and here, here here comes the Jake Key shout out, man. We sure appreciate you at Skydance Brewing. Be sure to look it up. Man, that's my best buddy in the whole wide world. Well, I wouldn't say my best buddy in the whole wide world. One of but, them, but, for sure. He's he, on your side. We have grown up since we were six years old, and this guy is making moves. Oh yeah, you know there he's ain't, good there as ain't gold. No two ways about it, dude. And and he supports me in everything I do, and I try to support that dude in everything he does. Good as gold. He's a pretty solid dude. And he let us go through his ice chest this evening. He damn sure did. <laughs> and man, we're gonna be at. Uh, I don't know. Well, th- this episode will come out actually when we're in Whip- Wichita Falls, right? Uh, the day before. Uh, don't you guys normally post a new video on Monday? Like, release it on Monday? Yeah, it releases on Monday, so it'll release uh, It'll release not this coming Monday, but the next one. Well, I oh, talked okay. to Jake, and I was like, I'm going to need a couple of cases of everything you got to take to Wichita Falls. And he was like, all right. So I think we're going to have some Skydance at Wichita Falls. We'll have a dedicated cooler. That's right. <laughs> now, hey, here's the deal. If he gives it to me, I'll give it to you. If I have to pay for it, then we're going to have to charge. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be an asshole like that. This kind of I'll just keep it then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just drink it. It'll be all right. Yep. Won't even pay. No pay. No pay. Maybe it's Jake. Who knows? Well, here's the deal. If you catch us early in the day, you might have to pay. If you catch us after all the drinks have been flowing, nah, that's probably going to be given. That's kind of how we roll. Uh, We'll see. No, no, absolutely. You know as well as I do. We got to get there Friday for that fish fry, though. We're getting there Friday for that fish fry. Oh, good. I'm looking forward to it. What time are we leaving in the morning? I don't know. It's up to you. You're the one driving, man. Whenever you get up. Dude, I'll be up when you tell me to get up. Oh, good. Dude, I get up at 6.30 every morning. We got to stop for lunch somewhere, don't we? Now, do I take a nap at 9 or 10? Maybe. Oh, yeah. But I get up at 6.30 every morning. Or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Hey, there's times where I take a nap. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm an old dude, man. You ain't that old. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm looking forward to it. What's up with MBMRC over here? No, just enjoying the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, it's a little one-sided there. Yeah, I'm sorry. You got, <laughs> hey, you got to jump in there and cut us off because we'll just keep going. We're assholes like yeah. that. 
I, I didn't want to disappoint Clint because I'm sitting here eating or drinking some McDonald's coffee. Oh, <laughs> Dude, it was so funny. Like DLE twenties and McDonald's coffee, man. Come man, on. After we're, we're, not, we're not we're not scoring any points with you, are we, Clint? Yeah. <laughs> It'll be all right. Hey, you got all the points on me, guys. Don't worry about Clent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry about this guy. Yeah, I don't matter anyways. That's all right. Oh man, that's funny, <laughs> dude. It was so funny after that last episode talking about McDonald's coffee. Oh, Rod Elliott was really quick to pop up a freaking picture of McDonald's. Oh coffee. yeah, dude. I'm telling you, it's good. You know, I'm a little bit of a coffee snob. I'm not gonna lie. McDonald's coffee's fucking on point. It's better than yeah. it's better than Folgers. It's better than Maxwell House, and it's the same damn price. <laughs> you, I got nothing. <laughs> well, man. Like so, I, I guess my question is to, to to both of you guys, and I'll ask Casey first. What you know, everybody's got a go to plane. What is your go to plane? That's you, Clint. Or are you going to me first? You first. Yeah, I'm going to you first, man. Honestly, you know. I have had so many planes, it's hard to go to a go-to. I'm one of those dudes that flies something two or three times and wants something new. You know, but uh, the, oh, two, know. The, the, the two planes that I have in my stable that are absolute go-tos is, man, that new OMP Hobby Edge that we got, that plane is absolutely amazing. And then number two is going to be one that I built a long time ago, um, which I say built, it's an ARF. It's, it's not anything that I built, but it's a uh, Great Plains Revolver 70-inch. And it's got a DLE 20 on it, which Clint absolutely hates. Mind you, it's, a, what, the second or third one on it? It's the second one. Junk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. All right, what's your go-tos? Uh, man, I guess it would depend on the application of what we're doing. Right. You know, uh, I've got the... So I've got a 90 inch negative stagger biplane that was, it was one of the scratch builts off a of hooker. I've actually got two of them that I would consider a go to. I've got one with a DLA 128 four cylinder on it, and I've got one with a 3W106 on it. Wow. And both of them are pretty flawless. Uh, the little four cylinder, I just had to go through the carburetors, but other than that, I think it's okay. Uh, for warbird flying that I do in the World War One stuff, uh, any of them. I mean, they're right. all. Clint's got a pretty you know, impressive if, stable. It's hard. To, it's hard for him to narrow down. A, you know, a couple. Uh, it's like uh, the, at this Apache Pass deal. You know, uh, I got to give a shout out to Wayne Wagner here. He he sent me a message. He said, "I'm expecting to see that green D7 at this event," and I said, "Yes, sir." You know, and it's going to be now, that. I have no idea what I'm going to take to that deal because it's not necessarily a warbird event by right. any means, you know. But he's like, that airplane needs to be here. And I'm like, it'll be there. Well, man, let me have it a caveat uh, you know. to this. Really, <laughs> the most flown airplane that I probably have that I always take out is an E Flight Valiant. A little, right. A little foamy. Right. That, dude, that flame, uh, that thing yeah, flies on Brian point. One of those. It's, it's kind of a neat little airplane. It is. Yep. Which, man, here's my deal with it that uh, it was it was given to me. So there is no monetary attachment or anything like that. So if you want to see me uh, flying down the runway inverted at freaking one foot off the ground, that's the plan I'm going to be doing right. it with. If I'm flying like figure eights, freaking five to six foot off the ground, that's the plane I'm going to be doing it with. 
I I think for the most part I trust just about everything I have. Now I'll uh like we have a third scale uh DR one that we built last winter and uh it's an awful part on my part. I I've flown it two times. Right. You know, I need to fly the airplane. But at the end of the day I've been in show season I feel like for this you know everything we have done has been pretty high profile so i've taken that green airplane because it works yeah you know but like that dr1 i need to fly it i need to get it out get it in the in the routine of you know trustworthy you know stuff and it's got a zdz 97 on it with two flights on it right which man here's the thing dude everything you got in your stable is pretty stand-up freaking airplane right but it's one of those things that dude there ain't enough time to fly everything and, right. and you're going to fly what's comfortable. You're going to fly what works and everything like that. Not that the other stuff doesn't work, but you've got more time and stuff's proven on some of the... Exactly. The, you the, know, like the, the D7s. Yeah, both D7s that we have uh, are both, you know, very proven airplanes. Both of them have, you know, 60-plus flights on them. Right. Uh, the green one has surpassed the blue one by now. Yep. Yo, but I know that blue one has 60 flights on it. No, oh, yeah. the green one's probably touching 80. Yo, so I know it works. And I'm just not that cool, man. I mean, really, most of the stuff that I, the, like the stuff that I have that has like tons of flights on it is, dude, I've got a uh, a uh, mini drack by Chris Click. It's got a bunch of flights on it. Right. You know, I've got uh, a seven inch quad that I built within, you know, like a year ago. This probably got hundreds of flights on it. You know, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff out there that I've got a tons of flights on that I feel good about. But as far as airplanes go, you know, it's it's hard for me to say because I don't have the normal airplane stuff that most of you airplane guys fly. You know, I, I'm an I'm an FPV guy. Are at you, heart. Uh, hold on. Are yeah. you calling us a you people here? Uh, no, no, no. Not, <laughs> yeah. damn, damn you people and shit. No, no, not at In, all. Inside joke right there. Right. It'll oh, be yeah. all right. Yeah, totally. The people that'll get it will absolutely <laughs> yeah, get absolutely. it. Absolutely. I love you. Yeah. Not calling you out, Doc, but maybe you people uh. would know. But no. <laughs> but I got into this a little bit different than, than most of you guys that have come up in this hobby. And nice change of words. Did I pull it together? Yeah, pretty, you pulled it together. Good. That was a pretty smooth <laughs> transition, right? But, uh, you know, it was one of those things that, you know, I had my quad guys that I used to fly with. And, man, honestly, my best buddy, old Mac Depew, you know, he uh, he got married, got a family going and everything like that and has been working. He hadn't had a chance to get out. That was my FPV guy. And, we, dude, we would go all over the state taking videos of some ridiculous stuff, some stuff that was probably absolutely illegal you know, and, uh, some stuff that wasn't, but that was kind of what we did. And then after he's kind of started his family and things like that, um, I had to find new friends and find a new, new niche in the hobby. Cause I didn't want to get out of it. And it was airplane guys and line of sight airplane is, 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 has been like a super awesome thing for me, you know, because it, it's, it's different than what I'm normal normally used to doing, but at the same time, you know, both of them have their place. You know, flying line of sight airplane, it's absolutely amazing because you get to watch what you do. You know, whereas like the FPV stuff, like what I'm used to, is you're you're sitting in it from a pilot standpoint, which is 
absolutely awesome. But if you're flying in a in a in an open field, it's not very it's not very uh, compelling. You know, it's not something that's just real riveting or anything that makes you want to do it. So flying, you know, line of sight airplanes in some certain places, dude. That's that's just absolutely good stuff. Yeah, Brian, he does a, he does a lot of FPV stuff, and it, it, sometimes it drives me crazy because he's flying them damn quadcopters inside the ductwork. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. Banging around in the ductwork, he's gonna, you're like, well, he's at it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which man, it's it's good stuff. Like, there's uh, I've got some video footage of doing some stuff that uh, is questionable at best, and you know, um, I'm an advocate for the hobby. You know, that's not something I want to post and make uh you know like like put bad light on the hobby that i'm doing some negative stuff because even if you're doing it right and you've got your 107 and and you've got like eight or nine spotters doing what you're doing you know some of that stuff people see it and they think you're just you're ruining the hobby you're you're doing the wrong thing and that that is not the light that i want to shine on this stuff because all of this hobby whether you're flying quads airplanes you know, whatever it is that you're doing, you know, it's some really, really cool stuff. And I don't want to put bad light on any of it. So I don't post any of that stuff that I do that, that might be questionable, you know, because I, I'm here for the hobby. You know, if anything that we can do with the show is build the hobby, that's that's mainly what I want to do, you know. And some of that stuff is kind of questionable. I'm not going to lie to you, you know, I mean. There's definitely been some stuff that if you were an onlooker looking at it as if the video that I posted, you're like, these guys are nuts. These guys are doing stuff illegal. It's crazy, which in all actuality, we are not. You know, we're doing it on days that like a lot of the stuff that I've done that that's super crazy has been on Thanksgiving morning and Christmas morning. <laughs> because I know that I know the Thanksgiving yeah, day. Woo, right, right, boy. right. Yeah, it's good stuff. But there's absolutely nobody around. The risk was as minimal as it could be. And I had multiple people, you know, on walkie talkies making sure that everything was as safe as it could possibly be. But when you put that into a video format, they don't know that people aren't going to know that. So it's one of those things that I don't want to put that out there because I don't want somebody thinking that I'm doing something that's going to ruin the hobby. You know, and, and dude, there's a lot of guys out there doing that kind of stuff, you know, that, that, uh, post their videos and everything like that. So there's, there's plenty of content for people to enjoy that, that like that kind of thing, you know, but so, from and, my standpoint, I just don't want to, I don't want to put a bad light on the hobby. Well, and I honestly don't think that, uh, I, I have a two-sided vision of that. Right. I think you, I think there's a bad side being put on the hobby from it. And then there's a side that people don't know. Right. Because so much of the FPV stuff is underground. Yeah, it, you is. Know, it really they, is. They, they keep it quiet. And I understand why they keep it quiet. Because they don't want looked down upon. Right. You know, because they're flying what what the world calls a drone when it's not a drone. It's a quadcopter. It's a, you know, FPV wing or right. it's a whatever. You know, so I, I got two sides to that. Which, man, on the same side of that, I got some wing footage that would probably blow a lot of people's minds in, in our neck of the woods. Well, the, not not uh, not compared to, like, our last guest, Shelby. You know, that guy. Dude, that guy does some amazing I'm going to tell you right now, he is, he is one of the absolute best wing FPV pilots I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And it doesn't concern me because I know what he's doing. But, but if somebody but were to look if, at that. 
if somebody were to look at that, they would be more worried about that video that I'm thinking of. Right. Than the one you're thinking of, than the one you did. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's one I, of those things that I'm I'm really worried about what other people might say, right? About about some of the stuff, you know. And and like I said, I don't want to put a bad aspect or a bad look on this hobby. Not at you all. You know, and and I enjoy this hobby a whole lot. I I really like, you know, all the people that I've come across with, and and I would hate to be a person that that may be condemned some of this stuff because of people what 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 some people might say you guys don't do any fpv stuff do you no no we don't um you know we, we were toying around with it he, he's got a bruce start flying king and we was playing around with it nap for a little bit but uh, never really delved into it too deep so i i haven't delved delved into it as far as the hobby aspect, you know, I'm not going to go to the flying field and fly an FPV wing. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm not going to go fly a quad. I, I have, and I can, but that's not what, that's not what my goal in going to the flying field is. Uh, now I do have a second job where I do have to do some FPV work, you know, but it's, it's not one Oh seven work. Really. It's, it's a completely different deal. So, right. You know, and it's a lot of fun, but at the end of the day, it's not, it, I don't look at that as a hobby. You know, it, it kind of gets me, it gets me my hobby fix over the, over the winter time. But at the end of the day, I don't know if it's going to happen this year or not. So we'll see. Right. Well, with COVID and everything like that, we don't know, you know, that job is what the NBA, right. You know, and, uh, man, Clint was cool enough to get me to kind of roped into that my first night on the job they <laughs> shut the deal down dude yeah COVID yeah. shut the nba down on that deal yeah. but um you know I've, I've got a 107 i use it for you know commercial type stuff i've done some stuff for some really big companies um i've done some stuff for some really small companies you know just little stuff here and there you know i'm one of those guys every little breadcrumb makes you money and gets you to the end of the road so but uh, a lot of the fun that I've had with it, dude, I've got planes that are capable of going out, you know, over 10 miles with video link and RC link. Now, do I do that? No, but they're capable of it. And, you know, it's one of those things that uh, I know how some guys will frown upon guys like me that do FPV and stuff like that, say they're ruining the hobby and everything. But, man, it, it's all part of the big picture you know i mean it, the hobby has kind of evolved which i totally like the old rc old, old school stuff you know old rc stuff you know like nitro pattern planes i love all of that stuff but man i mean there's a part of me that really likes the the new school stuff that i can fly out five or ten miles and like feel like i'm actually in a in a real aircraft compared to just flying one around at the field which i get it you know, I know, I know your hardcore guys will be like, no, no, you know, line of sight. And I, dude, I totally understand it. And I'm not against that, but I, I just want to say, look at it from both sides, man. Look at, look at what the technology can give you. And if you treat it with respect and do the things that you're supposed to within the law and the guidelines, then, then you can have a lot of fun with it. You know, well, you know, technology moves forward, not backwards. And you can, right. and sometimes you just have to move with it. Uh, 
and we we try to incorporate newer technology into you know a lot of the builds that we do we change some things and and we make some newer technology in them and, and uh it, it, it all kind of works together we we dig the vintage stuff we understand the new stuff and technology does move forward and not backwards so it, it is cool and, and there is a place for it and you know all we try to do in our videos is is I just want people to enjoy the hobby and get into the hobby and, and work with their hands and build something, you know? That's it at the end of the day. And and that is an art that I don't want to say is gone. But uh and I'm not I'm not gonna beat up on the ARF world at all because I have some. Right. You know, but, I but mean, it's not as prevalent as, as it once was. Right. Uh an airplane that is built holds so much more value. And I'm not talking about a monetary value. I'm talking about a value to you. You know, as you built that airplane, every piece is hand-glued, hand-covered, hand-painted. In my situation, I've done a lot of it with my dad. Or my dad has done a lot of it, like the, the green D7. My dad framed that airplane up, covered it, and I painted it and rigged it. Right. You know, we kind of had a plan going into it. Well, man, here's my plan. These guys are going to hit a 1,000 subscribers, right? And I'm going to get that old school models where I have to build, <laughs> you know, an old school airplane right. from scratch. That's, that, that, that's my goal. And here's the thing. If somebody else wins it, that's cool. I'm still going to do that. I'm going to hit up old school oh, models. Yeah. I'm going to buy well, me something and I'm going to glue it up. Right. We, we did a lot of the old school kits and, and a good story with it. When I did the Sky Ranger, I had it up. I don't know. It might be a third flight. And something happened. The servo locked up, and the thing was wide open. So I'm up flying this, and I had just fueled it up, and it had an eight ounce tank, and it was on a 46 AX. <laughs> and this thing is just screaming all over the sky. And the boys are like, "You want us to take it, Dad? You want us to get?" It? I'm like, "No, I got it." So I had to fly that sucker till it ran out of gas, and that was the longest flight I think I ever had. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good stuff, man. I've definitely had a few. I had to fly till the end of the tank to put them down. Uh, I have ignition kills for that, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you do. Yeah, uh, Brian wanted me to mention to you guys, he said, you know, you need to tell them what you made us our second plane. You know, I taught them both how to fly on a Sig Senior. And uh, I made their second plane. Brian said, make sure you tell them you, our second plane was a Sig Wonder. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff, man. I <laughs> You're you breaking them in right with a six senior. And I said, well, that's, that was my plan. Yep. And, and they got it, and they did it. And see, uh, whenever I started, I was, I, I started on the six senior, and I flew that probably a good two two summers in a row. I flew that six senior, and I was set on just flying top-wing slow airplanes at the beginning. And then after that, once I started getting that down, uh, Dad put me on the uh, old Carl Goldberg uh, General Lady glider. Yep. And I, and I started with that with the, uh, the the old style high starts on the flying field. And uh, that taught me a lot with the uh, the engine dead sticks and that bringing it in with no power. And uh, I got that down, and I started getting into some speed stuff. Now I'm kind of just chilling out with some slow <laughs> sport planes. So you bring up a glider there. We were, we were out at our flying field here. I, I was two weeks ago out in kind of the middle of the week, maybe a Wednesday. Here's, was, let me, let me prime this up a little bit, which, Oh good. Here we go. Which man, I'm kind of, 
I'm kind of out of place here in Oklahoma. You know, the, the things that I build, like my quad is a seven inch long range quad. It's more for mountain surfing than it is for flatland Oklahoma. <laughs> um, the gliders that I like to build are more for slope soaring than what is available in Oklahoma. Right. You know, so. So we, we show up at the go. flying field and we're hanging out and I, Man, it seems like we're just flying those little bighorns, you know, those, we were. that OMP bighorn. Yep. We were test. I can't remember if we were test flying them or flying them or what we we're doing. But there's this uh, gentleman that uh, is out at Baxter Field here in Oklahoma City, and if you're if you're listening locally, you know who Larry Oakley is. Yeah. And uh, so he he has been showing up with this electric airplane, which just blows all our minds away. Right, that, that he's that, even flying something electric. Yeah, that Larry Oakley is flying an electric airplane because this guy is like old school classic pattern nitro, like over there. Dude, right, no starter. It's always hand start. He's got a little leather finger to freaking fire Absolutely. stuff up, and his shit just runs. It's just perfect. And, and he whips out, and I don't even know what kind of glider it was. I I can't even tell you. It may have been a gentle lady. I'm well, not sure. Well, well, here's the thing. I don't know exactly what it's called, but he's flying. Been flying it since 1972. Exactly, and it's on its second engine. And he said it's just now getting broke in. It's been on it for three years. It's not. So, I've never seen the airplane. Never Sometimes have. That's the case. And. Uh, it had a little, he had a little FP 10 on it or OS 10 or, you know, maybe it was a 15. I don't know. It was set to wide open throttle. Right. I don't know what the second engine is, but the first one was a Cox motor. Right. You yeah. Know, so I'm going to guess that this one was a 10, you know, right. and, uh, this guy, he, he starts this thing up and I've never seen it before, you know, and I'm like, wow, look at that. Something new. And they go, no, no. You know, so I walk over there and talk to this guy, and he said 1972, I think. Maybe, I I, I think. Hell, I can't remember. Yeah, he built that plane in 1972. Right. And uh, the cool part is he goes and, you know, does it. I mean, gets up in the sky and does does what a glider does. And this guy is energy management king. Absolutely. And uh, he... He manages this airplane perfectly all the way back into his hand to land it. Right. Yeah. This guy ain't and, landed and, and on the ground. He is landing it in his hand. Every time I've seen the airplane fly, because he flew it for a couple of days there, there was zero wind. You know, it's kind of warm still. So there's, you know, thermals and such. But every time he caught it and he did, it wasn't like he was jumping out of the way or anything like that. It was aimed right. perfectly at him. And he just reached up and snatched it out of the sky. Yeah. Well, like, that's easy, that's easy. the way we do our gliders, too. We bring them right in and catch them in our hands. I, the I, guy that taught me how to fly, uh, I started out on a uh, Olympic two. It had a Thunder Tiger 15 in it. It was Thanksgiving morning. He took it up in the air, and it was my Olympic two. And uh, he got it way up there. He shut the engine down. And he handed me the transmitter, and he said, there you go. He gave me some basics, and he got in his car, and he said, I'll see you later. <laughs> he said, you'll figure it out before it comes down. Jeez. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, you figure it out pretty quick. See, I don't I don't know how Thanksgiving and all that's going to work this year. It may be a flying day. 
Or it may be eating right. day. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be eating day, but, you know. Well, it's going to be an eating day, maybe a flying day. We're definitely going to eat, maybe fly. Right. Uh, that's, uh, that's just, uh, all that shit's right here on us, boys. Oh, I dude, mean, It's you know, coming up quick, dude. Like, I was looking at the schedule the other day and trying to plan out what I've got going on, which I've got some stuff going on throughout the end of the year. Right. And, dude, October is a crazy-ass month. November is a crazy ass month. December, pretty crazy ass month. My my crazy ends after uh, Apache Pass. Right. Uh, that's that's my, my I'm done with I'm not done with flying, but I'm done with the year of traveling. You know. Right. Well, man, December's priming me up for I've got a trip that I'm doing in January. Right. Afterwards. So. Well, that's work. That's not play. We're right. just talking yeah. about play. Here. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of play. I mean, it's work, but it's play too. But. I'm looking at May. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for Joe Nall 2021. That's, May 7th through the 15th. That is what I'm looking forward to. That's, I that's make, where I'm at. If, if I can pick any event, that's the event that I want to go to. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Which there's a lot of lot of events in between, but that's that's the I one I want to make it I to. I bet we do a pretty good job of, between all of us, we can we can funnel right. some dollars together and, and make some of these closer events, you know. Yep, definitely. Especially with that with the big old cargo van and such. I mean, uh, man, oh, we yeah. can all throw an airplane in and show up and have a good yeah. time. I'll sit in a lawn chair yeah. in the back, dude. I ain't afraid of the ride. <laughs> and, and then especially with that trailer, you can fit 10, 15 planes in that trailer. Oh, right. But the problem is with that trailer – the uh, gasoline costs get so expensive because exactly, that yeah. the because. van the van will go like 450 miles on one tank of gas exactly. with no trailer. You put a trailer behind it, it goes 200. Well, here, so it cuts the fuel mileage. Well, here's what I'm That's saying. The bad thing about having a trailer. Right. Well, if we're pulling the trailer, I'm taking an air mattress. If we're Absolutely. not pulling the trailer, I'm taking a lawn chair. That's how, that's how I'm going to roll that if, out. If we're taking a trailer, I'm going to get a hold of Mike Sterling and borrow that new pickup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you think my Civic could pull an 18-foot trailer? Heck no. No, it wouldn't. And no. not get 40 miles a gallon no, negative. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it would have like I, most I, I likely 20 got a, miles a gallon. You got an 18-footer, and I'll tell you what, you put that thing on the back of the truck, and you're absolutely right. The gas mileage is cut in half. Yeah, absolutely in half. It's crazy. Well, we... uh. A long time ago, we bought. I say a long time ago. It's what a twenty twelve. Yep. Uh, we have a, a twenty twelve Ford E three fifty extended length van. You know, and, and we got a smoking deal on it. It was new on the lot. It was a year old. They wanted rid of it. You know, so we got a smoking deal on it. But you know, at the end of the day, it just it it works good. Just it. You put the trailer behind it. It's horrible. Oh man. Oh yeah. The fuel bill goes nuts. Well man, I've done I've done a lot of driving with uh my old man. So he's got a uh, 2003 Dodge Dually crew cab, right. long bed and everything like that and by itself with like an 18 foot car hauler, you know, hauling it cars does good. back and forth. Man does fine. You know, it, it's probably 17, 18 miles You a put gallon. that flying box behind it. Well, here's the deal, dude. We had a 28 foot enclosed trailer that we would use for hauling like really nice stuff. Right. You know, dude, it cut that shit in half. Every time. Every time, dude. And it, I mean, and it was a, uh, 
I don't know. What do you call that? Like an arrow point? Uh, Venos. Venos. There you go. It was yeah. a Venos trailer. And it, man, it actually, you know, did okay. We even like put a camper shell on the back of this dude with a spoiler and it still didn't help. No. I mean, it was still like freaking oh, yeah. 12, 13 miles a gallon. Which that's, I mean, if you add it up, 30 gallons by 200 miles, you know, however that multiplies out, that ain't right. much. Right. Out of that van. So. But man, we were hauling cars you know to like barrett jackson or right or you know hauling trailers from here to california because man in california the trailers like out here that you can buy for freaking three grand bring like six or eight grand out in california so right. we, we'd yeah. stack up 10 of those dudes and take them out to california you know oh yeah yeah <laughs> you know? there's money there for no, sure definitely but you know it's it just uh you know obviously that's all that's always a, a thought and uh not necessarily a concern but a, a thought process is the 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 cost of getting to the event and and how to productively get there you know if i'm in the right. state of oklahoma i'll probably drag a trailer yeah but if i'm going beyond the state of oklahoma uh well oh, man here's the deal dude i weigh 160 pounds dude you big dudes can sit in the front I'll take a lawn chair and we can load up the back of the van as much as we want. Right, right. And so we'll we're gonna we're gonna try that theory. Not with all three of us. It seems like I'm gonna make both these events with I'm gonna yeah, make one, one with one, you one with, with me, you, then yeah, one well, with Electric Larry. Yeah. So we're gonna see how it goes. Well man, life gets in the way sometimes and it, oh it does. We wanna make it to absolutely everything, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. So Where is uh where's the June all at? It's in Woodruff, South Carolina. Oh, that wouldn't be a far haul for me, really. Right. I can't. I can't believe as close as you are. You never been. Shit. We, no, we, I, we drive. I've always six, wanted to, but I, I never have. So maybe this will be the first time. I don't know. Maybe it will. We well, drive. We drive seventeen hours to get there. Yeah. The, the other event that I wish I could have gone to, which they, I think they've canceled it. I think they're finally done with it. Is the uh, Toledo Expo? You guys ever? gone to a toledo expo i i've never made one my father has but i never made one yeah yeah that's always that's always one that i wanted to go to but the way that uh our work is they have it april 4th 5th and 6th and that's normally our start of our busy times we never got a chance to make it what about uh tournament of champions you ever been to that in vegas yes sir i was uh 16 we were living in California, and it was uh, it was uh, about a six-hour drive. I remember my uh-huh. dad. My dad he put me in the driver's seat, and he said, "You're gonna drive this. I need to make sure you know how to drive on the highway." Yes, sir. Off we went. Yeah, Matthew has a uh, one of his weak solutions that he has was Tom Hayden's, which he flew at the Tournament of Champions. It still has the stickers and everything on it. That's awesome. Yeah. It, uh, from the 92 Tournament of Champions, and I think there's another one, another sticker on there, too. I think it was from 94 or something, but I guess he placed with, uh, pretty decent at, at those two events. I would have gone in, I believe, 96 is when I went. But, uh, I mean, that's that's kind of a – I don't want to say it's a thing of the past as well, but, I mean, I, I don't know. If, I guess they still do it. Well, man, in my mind, I'm looking at Joe Nall is probably the biggest RC aircraft event, period. Uh, I, 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 I mean, would, would say you, that. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I and, would probably say. I mean, I'm sure there's some that – I know the flight test guys have Flight Fest. Right. I think they outnumber it 
but as far as uh, different types of airplanes and just the event in general, Joe Nall is probably the... Uh, I'm going to call it the king. Right. Well, here's where I'm at. I know for a fact that if they have a Joe Nall 2021, I'm going to be there. Right. You're going to be there. Oh, yeah. Larry's going to be there. And we're going to set up, try to do a, a live podcast. A few of them. Not, maybe well, not but, a live one, but but a recorded podcast from, right. the, from the site. And uh, I'm urging everybody that we talk to, you guys included, man, let's 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 try to meet up at Joe Nall 2021. Well, I know uh, I know we have a we have a group message with a whole bunch of people from around here. Yep. And I can already come up with ten people just from the state of Oklahoma that are going. Oh yeah, that's that's so, a, that's a guaranteed deal. Yeah. And hey, I will go down right now. I will quit a job. To be at Joe Nall 2021. I've told my boss that, so yep. he knows just to go ahead. I will and absolutely have those days off. Absolutely, dude. Like, hey, I've got this coming up. If you can't uh, make that happen, then I quit. Fuck you. What <laughs> uh, what all do they fly at the Joe Nall? Like, is it pretty much just bring what you have, or is it uh, so specific? No, so the classic line is 80 inch minimum. It it follows what would used to have been IMAA rules. Uh, 80 inch minimum wingspan and 65 inch biplanes uh, or true quarter scale. And then they have the electric line, which anything goes up to 80 inches. They have the float fly line, which anything goes as long as it's on floats. Then they have the helicopter line and then they have the 3D line. So we could take the solutions there. They're 77 inches. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the, and, and they would be well well received because the classic line is mainly, uh, you know, your classic sport airplanes, uh, World War One, World War Two turbines. I mean, you know, you have to be prepared and deal with flying with turbines and such. Which, I've never done that. It sounds like you have before. Thirteen flown, flown turbines. No, I've never flown. Not a turbine. He's flown everything else though. Yeah, I, I hadn't had my hands on a on a turbine. And man, I'm I might be speaking out of turn here, but I think him and his old man got a turbine in the works. No. No? No. No, yes you do. No. You've been talking about it. No turbines. You've been talking about it. <laughs> no turbine. He's gonna say that, but No, no turbine. Seriously. He's got, he's got it in the works. Nope. There I, I, I I, 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 w- I will let the I cat think out. Turbine, I think a turbine would be my turn to get me out of the hobby because as soon as that went in, I mean, you just cry. Nah, it's just crashing, just like crashing any other one. Yeah, it sucks, but it happens. Oh man, I'll tell it, you, it's I, a lot of money though. Right, I fly with uh, which me and Clint also. You know, we fly with a couple of guys that are, uh, you know, hell, I don't know, doctors and freaking. FAA mechanics, FAA and mechanics, and whatever the other one does. Dude, I yeah, mean, I mean it, it's it's crazy, dude. And you know, they fly the hell out of turbines and they, have a great time. They doing fly it. the hell out of them. And man, one of them dudes walked up to me one day and he goes, "You know what it's like to have twenty five thousand dollars in an airplane and not be able to fit in it?" And I'm like, "No, no, I got no clue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> zero. I w- I will let the cat out of the bag. I believe we're, we're going to do another D seven. A turbine D seven? Nope. No, okay. Nope. We're going to do another one, though. That's uh, my father, and I'm going to support anything that uh, my father wants to do, and that has flat fuselage sides, and it's pretty simple to build for him. He's built two of them so far, so 
he's on he's on the hook for another one. Yeah, well, Clint hit me up on this, and uh, I was like, well, whatever <laughs> whatever Craig Trial wants is what Craig Trial gets. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. So, so. Uh, yeah. We'll sport pops. Oh, yeah. I got two I got to finish now, so yep. why not add a third one? Hopefully yeah, we yeah. get it done. <laughs> <laughs> he was hitting me up the other day. You ever done any covering? I'm like, no, but I think I got a good idea on how to do it. Right. Mind you, my dad, uh, 74 or 75 years old, so, you know, he's – I love that guy. Oh yeah. I hope he listens to this show. And no, he he doesn't listen. To he him. doesn't listen to no, any of them. My mother does. does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bye, Peanut Gallery. I'll be home yeah. shortly. The Peanut Gallery rolls out, right? Hey, now. thanks for being sneaky on this deal and helping yeah. old Rod Elliott out. <laughs> hey, Fallon, <laughs> you're the shit. Uh huh. <laughs> and and just for clarification, Rod. Her name on Facebook is Martin, but it, it really is true by, yeah. <laughs> by legality. That's <laughs> not Martin anymore. It's true. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Dude, Rod Elliott got us tonight. Man, I mean, he I did. Just don't, uh, it, I, I, I'm sure you guys are on the Facebook page, and I know you're on the phone, but when you get off, be sure to look at the, I've already posted a picture up on it. You know, This dude. He got us. Totally got us, man. <laughs> he custom painted us all freaking half gallon freaking flasks flasks like dude i weigh perfect i weigh 160 pounds there ain't no way i'm concealing this right (laughs) i mean it's it and and they fit us all perfectly yeah yeah that's how he he nailed it nailed it 100 percent. so we we sure appreciate you rod I can't. I, I can't wait to see this guy in person. Oh man! Absolutely. <laughs> he, think, all, he thinks I'm gonna kiss him. I ain't gay like no, that. But, no, but no. I just can't wait to see this guy in person. Uh, there's probably a handshake and a hug coming. Oh, I definitely. Mean, I, I I guarantee you, I'll hug a man. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I told him I was like, hey man, I want to send you something or I, I want to give you something, but it's got to be in person. He goes, man, I ain't into kissing dudes. <laughs> you know. So I don't. I don't know exactly how to take that, dude. <laughs> well, I get it. But uh, you know, it's 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 from the support and I'm not talking about monetary support. I'm talking about the the support of do, folks doing like what you're doing. Yeah. You know, that are involved with his that are on the show that want to be on the show. You know, uh, it I I can't explain it. Yeah. Well, man, I mean this is going to sound all cheesy, you've been shit, but, uh, man, if you got a story to tell or something to sell, hit us up. We want to talk to you. You know, we want to get you on the show, you know? Um, yeah, it, I, I, there's so many people that, uh, right. I would love to have on the show. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be sure and reach out to us. We're, I mean, uh, right. we, we, we reach out to people and we talk to people. But if you have a spot or, you know, uh, want to be on a phone call, if you're local, you want to come in and spend the evening with us. I yeah. mean, you know. Well, the, the sad reality of the fact is we're a, we're a fly-by-night situation. Yeah, you're correct. You know. If uh, it's, fully. Yeah, you, you got to hit us up and let us know, you know, because it might be, you know, you might hit us up this week and we might be able to fit you in next week or the week after. But you got to hit us up and let us know because we're, 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 we're working with what we have available, which is, dude, we've got an amazing group available to us locally. And then, like, MBMRC, um, Full Throttle RC, you know, Jason Reddish, 
you know exactly Jason, all, all yeah, these Jason guys. Durant. Yeah. Dude, we we have been hitting like a lot of demographic and everything like that. But man, at one point, I feel like we're gonna run out of shit. You got to hit us up. You got to let us know. Yeah, you know, we would love to have you on the show. Absolutely, and and you don't have to be. Uh, I'm I'm gonna use this word. And I'm gonna try and not sound like an asshole. You don't have to be a big name. No, you know, yeah, you got to be a badass. If 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 you just want to visit with us and talk about the hobby and your aspect in it, right? Let us know, man. We're 18 shows in, and we have had an amazing run to this point. And we're gonna keep continuing. And we're gonna yeah, continue sure. to have an amazing run. Whether we got to dig in the ditches to get get right. us on the show, or you hit us up and want to be on the show, absolutely, we're, we're gonna keep it going. Because here's the thing, at the end of the day, I ain't afraid to hit up anybody. Right. Absolutely. Not afraid well, to hit up I, anybody. I think that we're actually going to test something out next weekend. Yes, we are. So, uh, Wichita Falls guys, all you guys who are listening, yep. yo, you just you just be on the lookout and you be ready. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to just start walking at one point. And, right, uh, we're coming to Wichita Falls, and uh, we're bringing a mobile rig. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we're going to be down there on our normal record night. So we're absolutely we're going to have to have some content for the show. Right. So yeah. so y'all be thinking about that. Yep, one hundred percent. Well, man, I think uh, I think we got enough for tonight. For sure, yes. MBM, we sure appreciate you guys. Man, absolutely. Well, we, we, we really appreciate talking to you guys, too, and uh, we, we appreciate the advice you give us, and uh, hopefully we move forward and turn out some good videos, and I, I thank you for your support. We'll, we'll plug you along the way, absolutely. Well, hey. Uh, we appreciate that. Here's the thing on the advice. Don't hold me to any of that. That's just my opinion. So you guys do, <laughs> you guys do what you do. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but, something goes bad. I'm gonna say, well, Casey Davis, Marcy's crap pile yeah, that we did this. That son of a bitch. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? Well, again, you guys keep doing what you're doing because you're having a good time, and I, I think people enjoy listening to you. So, just keep doing what you're doing. Well, man, we appreciate that. We absolutely yeah. do. We appreciate it. We're definitely going to keep doing this. You I like am it? Too. Are yes. you? Yes. Cooper's loving it. Boy, I think we got a we got another host over here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, and at uh, this point, since you got the RC game thing, whatever, set up for me, at this point, I might just get into the hobby at this point. Oh, yeah. boy. Here oh. we go. He, he sold his soul right there. He sold said, I'm his in. soul. Said, yeah. I'm in, boy. I love it. I didn't I say did. I was completely. It's a maybe. No, oh, no. No, good. no. Too late. Too late, kid. You said you're in. I love it. And I love, I love the father and son aspect of this hobby. You know, yeah. I, I've been in it with my dad. You know, it it's just it's a fun thing it keeps us close so yeah for sure all right what else you got clint uh, man i know you got something what is it man lay it out out there bro his initials are carrie Carrie fucking fucking howard Howard. yeah yeah We love you, Carrie. We'll see you tomorrow. That's it, man. Hey, we got a big fun fly coming on tomorrow, which this will come out after the fact. But right man, at our home field, dude, it's going to be a good time. So absolutely, we'll we'll have some enjoy yourselves. Oh yeah, we'll have some uh, some video and probably some photo stuff up on the site in the next couple of days. Hopefully, so. if yeah. we well, remember. Sure. Well, we're, we're bad about that's that. a problem. We suck. <laughs> we totally suck. Well, I'll remind you guys. How about that? Perfect. All right. Oh, great. Holding us accountable. Be sure to check out 
OMP Hobbies. OMP Hobby. Buddy RC. Jason Duran, RC Batteries USA. Yep. ZDZ Engines USA. That's right. You know, uh, be sure and check out Joe Vermillion at Balsa USA. Balsa you USA. Know? Yep. Be sure and check all these guys out. You know, they've supported us. We support them. Yep. They have good products. They've been behind us and, and, and from you know, day one. And it's one of those things that uh, we can be behind them because absolutely because we 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 uh, you know we approve of their product. Absolutely, you know, it's something yeah. that we use. It's something that we do. It's it's not we're not BSing you in any of this. It's it's something that we use. Almost daily. Almost daily. That is correct. Most of the time. We'll just say that. Most of the time. Absolutely. Yep. Guys, we sure appreciate you. MBM, be sure and check them out on YouTube. Like, subscribe, share. And and the biggest deal is when they get to 1,000 subscribers, which I think they're right at 600 now. So we got Help them out. Go subscribe to them. We got 400 to go. When it hits 1,000, somebody's getting up. There's 400 people almost in our group. So if every one of the people in our group would go and like their page, that would get them that step closer. Hit them up on – and, man, here's the thing, dude. You don't have to – dude. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you anything, and you could win a free kit from Old School Model Works. Yeah, I'm for sure going – after this, I'm going over there subscribing because I don't really care. Yeah, that's it. Awesome. See, you got my 12-year-old going to come watch your channel. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Hell <laughs> yeah! And uh, you know, be sure and leave us a leave us a review. Yeah, that's it, man. You know that we'll helps we, that helps us do what we're doing for sure, man. Matthew, Marty, we appreciate you, brothers. I, man, I wish Brian was on, dude. I kind of missed the fact. I saw some uh, some weekend uh, pictures of maybe a. Uh, you know, a bachelor party or a wedding or something. Oh, so boy. I, I understand. Okay. Wh- I understand why he might be under the weather. I would be too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're out. Yep. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you, guys. <laughs>